Hello, and welcome to How to Win in Court Without a Liar. I'm Dave Horowitz. I'll be your host tonight. And I want to hope everybody's having a good weekend. We've got a good topic tonight. It's going to be how to uh, live in private trust, uh, living in private trust. And I'm going to be having a guest on here, uh, Michael Machete uh, Van Helsing. He'll be joining me here shortly. And uh, Michael's got a, uh, a a good amount of experience in private trust and, and living in the private. And uh, that's, you know, the, the name of the show is How to Win in Court Without a Liar. And this past week, I, I see a lot of people that are just searching and searching for remedy, uh, trying to figure out a way to... Uh, when court, when you know, uh, dealing with legal issues uh, that have been um, started in the public, okay, uh, the whether that be with uh, you know uh, children and family services, things like that, tif- tickets, pretty much any any of the uh, everyday hassles of being in the public and uh, living in the private being on the private side, living in private trust um, is is literally coming out of that public uh, forum, uh, out of the public trust, which is not very trustworthy and hasn't been for a very long time, uh, into pi- private trust. And I think it's very important to note that, uh, you know, the, the principles of trust if you, if you can understand the principles of trust, then you, you know you're well on your uh, understanding living in the private. Uh, private trust is no different than uh, a, a child trusting his parents, or um, you know you, you become friends with uh, people that you trust. You you know it's um, well, very simple. I either trust you or I don't trust you. And in the public, uh, as a public trust, uh, you know, the, a, a trust is a relationship, okay? And without trust, that relationship breaks down and fails. And I think we just got somebody on the line. Somebody join in. It's okay just to listen. Uh, Today we're speaking about uh, living in the private, uh, living in private, and uh, what what that means. Let's see, we got some folks coming on the line. Michael. Uh, Hey, Michael, how you doing? I'm all right. How you doing? Any chance you can speak up a little bit? Right. Having a hard time hearing you. Is that better? Everything everything up. Is that better? Yeah, that's a little better. That's a little better. Okay. So um, yeah, I'm glad you came on early. Um, you know, so I was just explaining that uh, you know the principle of trust, and uh, that it, it, it's a very simple principle. You know, it, it literally comes down to uh, you either trust somebody or you don't trust somebody. Uh, you know, 
uh, very cut and dry. Um, in the public, it's almost an impossible, you know, you'll never find that trust in, in, a pub in the public trust. It's just not there. Um, you know, it's so convoluted and, and, and displaced, you're not going to find, you know, uh, none of these people know what they're doing as far as public trustees. Um, you know, they, to them it's just a job, but uh, being a trustee is a lot more than that. And, um, you know, so as far as winning in court, um, when you, ex you know, express trust is, you know, private trust, but uh, expressing your trust in court or lack thereof, if you, if you uh, express that, you know, uh, a lack of trust in the court, then that trust is broken down, and it's uh, it's it's really a lot easier to collapse that case or whatever you know whatever's going on there in the pu in the public side uh, just by expressing your lack of trust. Um, you know you should not have to do business or anything with people that you do not trust. And um, living on the private side, and that's what Michael's joining us here tonight to talk about is is being able to live on the private side, um, you know, pick the relationships that you have, you know, that you want to be a party of. Uh, picking, you know, relationships with people that you trust. And uh, I, I just said this the other day to, to somebody I was speaking to, but, uh, you know, I, I, would you trust a Donald Trump with your, with your teenage daughter, <laughs> you know, uh, or, or any public uh, trustee for that matter? Very hard to, uh, you know, think at the at the lower, very personal level, but that's what people are doing living in the public, and it's uh, it, it's not a safe place to live. There, there's too much uh, lack of trust uh, living in the public, and, and it's why it's very beneficial to be a private, you know, a private individual, a private man or a private woman that. Uh, you know, you can, you can, um, when you keep something private, <laughs> you, you know, it, it's none of anybody else's business. You're not allowing third party interlopers into your relationships. And um, so I'm going to introduce uh, Michael uh, Michelle. And um, I just want to see, uh, you know, He's got he's got a lot of experience in in private trust, uh, as well as law and uh, a number of other things, business, and um, you know, uh, living in the private. It's not just a personal thing, but also on the business side as well. You can have a private business, uh, unknown or unincorporated and unknown to the public. So, Michael, thanks for for joining me on the show and. Uh, you can introduce yourself and maybe give a little bit of background information on, on your experience. Okay. Um, good evening, everybody. How you doing? I'm Michael Machete Van Helsing. Some of you may have heard of me. Some of you may have not. But let's just, let's just, you know, let's clear everything up early, right? I mean... It starts where, and, and, and you want to know a little bit about me, so I'm going to kind of combine the two things together. So what 
everybody needs to do is think about this. You know, there's a lot of talk about trust out there. Do you and can you trust yourself? Right? Look, listen. Can you trust yourself? Before you involve anybody else, can you and do you trust yourself? If you can't, stop now. Because, look, when we turn a certain age, because it didn't happen for everybody at the same age, but for me, when I left my parents' house, I was about 20. But I realized, pardon my French, oh, shit, listen, uh, the there's no more punishment. Nobody can put me on punishment anymore. There's no more getting in trouble. There's no more getting yelled at for anything. Right? That's over now. Right? Okay. Because they were my parents. So, you know, after you leave, it's over. So what happens is somehow most people after that point in life, we can call it the age of maturity. Ooh. Right? It's a little advanced. But we can call it the age of maturity. At that point, what happens is we have a choice. Most people, strangely enough, accept total strangers as authority and powers over them, which to me, when I reached the age of maturity, it made no sense to me. I said, listen, if, if you're not my moms or my pops or like God, you can't tell me what nobody can tell me what to do. First of all, I don't know you. Right? So how could how can you tell me what to do if I don't know you? Right? That's that's really strange to me. I, I don't know you, so there's no possible way that you can have authority over me. Where where did you earn that? Where did like you see what I'm saying? So yep. so to me, that's how I grew up thinking. You know, once I left my parents' house, it was like nobody can put me on punishment. There's no beatings. There's no getting yelled at, right? And <laughs> what happened was I got my first job, and this is how it happens. At this point, you're told, okay, you want to make your own money, you got to get a Social Security number. Because if you don't have a Social Security number, you can't get a job, right? Oh, this is what happens, right? So we, So what happens is, we go, fill out the application, we get the Social Security number, we wait for the Social Security card, and we're like, yes, now I can get a job and I can get money. Right? Yeah. Same, same as your uh, working papers. <laughs> you hear same as your working papers. It's interesting that because, because that brings me to my next point. I said, and I asked the question, can you and do you trust yourself, right? This is an interesting point in life because now you're at the point that you're filling out a Social Security application, right? Contracts. This is where all the confusion comes. This is where all the confusion comes in at, okay? What is Social Security? What am I filling out? It's a retirement plan. I heard that I have, wait, 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 wait. I heard that I have to get this in order to get a job, in order to get money, right? 
Yes. The From greed, birth. The greed, <laughs> listen, listen. The greed and the influence, right? Right? Caused us to do these things without reading the application. We just filled yes. in the blanks. And I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care who's listening to this call. You didn't read it. You didn't read it. You filled out the blanks. You filled in the blanks, right? You did not look up what the Social Security Act was or what Social Security is. You didn't. Because if you did, you wouldn't have filled it out. Yeah. Now, right, the reason why I say that is because the Social Security Act, the Social Security application has three moving parts, right? Now I'm going to see this just a magical number, right? Three parts. The first thing that the Social Security application is, it's an employment application. Yes, it is. Working papers. The Social Security application is an employment application. You are applying to work for the United States Incorporated. Second moving part. The second moving part of that application is it's a power of attorney. Yes, it is. Where you gave up Yes, it is, because it's a trust. The third move. Well, hold on. Hold on, man. The third, <laughs> the third moving part, right, is it's an application to receive benefits because you can only receive benefits from a company that you work for. Yes. You can't Absolutely. fill out an application for benefits before you get a job. You can't fill out an application for benefits if there's not a company that you're applying to work for or if you don't already work for a company. So why doesn't anybody ask themselves, where am I receiving these benefits from? What company do I work for? If you were knowledgeable enough to know that it was for benefits. So now, yeah. here's the, here, is, here is where all of the confusion comes in, at, comes in at. First of all, we made a mistake. We can't, we, at that point, we were not able to trust ourselves, okay, because we didn't read. We were chasing the money. Yep. Right? Now, for all those that got Social Security numbers uh, against your own will, you, got, it was, you had it when you were born, you might be young. When I was, you know, when I was growing up, we had to go get Social Security numbers, so I had to go apply for it. Some people automatically were numbered as newborns, okay? Right? Yes. They do that a lot more now than, than they used to. Because what happens is, it's the, well, it's the same trick. It's just, just that they use that programming to tell your parents that, you know, if you want your child to be able to, you know, move around in the system, be able to get benefits and get a job and get money and right, right, go to school, they have to get. So it's the same trick. It's just that they're telling your parents to do the same thing to their children, which is sick and twisted, right? But, right, here's what happens. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem with that. In the English style manual, we know that all caps means corporate. We know yes. that. Right? So here lies another problem. Right? Another problem. There's another area of confusion because I have to clear this up. People say the name, the legal name. The trust, the legal name, the trust, right? They say this all the time, but yep. there's a problem with that. 
the problem with that is if the English style manual tells us that all caps means corporate now corporation so many people are so many people are going to want to interrupt me right now but don't let me finish right <laughs> if the English style manual tells us that all caps means corporate right absolutely then what is the legal name then is it a corporation it's a corporate, is it corporate or is it a trust wait one, one second one second one second because when you fill out a when you fill out an application to get an EIN number there's a list of different entity types that you can choose from you have LLC you have sole proprietorship you have corporation you have trust you have nonprofit organization right you got these are options yep. right of different entity types right okay like yep. different species different species of entities okay so from this list it tells us that corporations and trusts are two different things cat dog and there's no such thing as a cat dog right so now <laughs> so now what is the name is it a corporation or is it, is it corporate or is it a trust it can't be both and if it's right. all caps, then that means corporate. Now, here's the trick. All caps didn't come into play until the Social Security number, okay? Because then you become a corporate employee. The name, the legal name, is a worker-slave entity, okay? Listen to me. It's a child corporation. Entities are my specialty, right? The straw man, or the legal name, is a corporate slave worker entity. Okay? Listen. The confusion comes in at with the birth certificate and a social security card. They're two things. Okay? Two entirely different things. Social security card is an employment identification card with your employment identification number. Right, your employee yeah. identification number. Okay, that's what that card is. It's an employee card. Okay, right. That mm -hmm. yeah. has nothing to do with trust. Now, here's the trick: the birth certificate is the is the trust capital unit. It's the certificate, the yes. trust certificate. Okay, the but UBI unit of beneficial but, interest. Well. Here's the problem. You have two entities. They created two entities for you, okay? Or yep. they created one entity for you and tricked you into creating a second You see? You see? So, so we're dealing with a, a corporate employee slave entity, right? And we're dealing with a trust. Now, that's what people need to consider, okay? The name is not a trust. There's a na there's a, there's the name and the trust. So you're actually dealing with two different things, not one. Not bundled up together. So I had to clear that up. Right? I had to clear that up because they're not the same. You're sure. not dealing with one thing here. You're dealing with two things. So you have to properly deal with the trust that they created, if you so choose, right, which is the birth certificate, Right, you have to deal with that separately yep. than 
the legal name. They're two different situations. Okay? Now. Yep. Here's now. Here's now when we talk about solutions, because everybody talks about problems all the time. The solutions, right? You have to understand that there's three different realms that, that we're talking about. You have the public, right? Which is the yep. public sector. Right, so let's use the word sector so that we can clear everything up. You have the public sector of business. Then you have the private sector of business. Okay? Then you have the private. Okay. Now, these are three different realms. People have to understand. I have to separate all these things for people so they can understand how to attack these situations the right way. You have the public sector of business. You have the private sector of business, and you have the private. Now, let me help you to categorize where all these entities belong. The private trust is in the private sector of business, like Walt Disney, like Disney World, right? Disney World is a private is is privately owned, right? Pepsi. You would think Pepsi yeah. is a corporation, big corporation. Pepsi, big corps. No, 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 no. <laughs> Pepsi is private, the gov the feds can't even go into the Pepsi vault to find out what ingredients they're putting in the soda because they're private. Okay. Right? Okay. Now yep. so you have corporations in the public sector of business. You have private trust and private businesses in the private sector of business. Right? And then you have the private where clergy and all living, breathing men and women that don't want nothing to do with nothing. You could live in the woods, in the forest, in the mountains. <laughs> you have nothing to do with nothing. That's the private, right? Okay, that's private, okay? Okay, now, so now we're dealing with the public sector of business, the private sector of business, and the private. See, what happens is people use these words and they become fads, like the new fucking yo-yo or something, right? So it's like, I want to be private too. Like, you just want a yo-yo. You don't know what you're talking about, and you don't really want to be private because all that work you're doing, all those papers, you know, right? You're not, you're not thinking because if you think about it, on day one of sovereignty school, right? One day, <laughs> on day one of secure party school, right? Right? On day one of El Bay school, you learn that there is no money. There is no money. Yep. So what are you trying to get? So what are you trying to get? No. What is those hard work for if on day one we learn that there is no money? Secondly, yep. right, on day two in Sovereignty Secure Party Moorish El Bay School, we learn that everything and all these entities and individuals, it's all fake. It's all fictitious. Yes? Yes. All so then, my, becomes, my question becomes, why is everybody trying to send letters to Batman and Wonder Woman? <laughs> Tinkerbell and Donald Duck. Why yep. is everybody why is everybody trying to get why is everybody trying to get acknowledged and approved and, and noticed and sending notices to to the Avengers? Yeah. Absolutely. That doesn't make a nickel Absolutely. bag of sense. It doesn't make a nickel bag of sense. Now, 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 that's just to put into perspective, right? 
how clear how how unclear people's minds are with these things. Like you get excited about it, but you're not thinking that this doesn't make any sense, right? Make sense of these things first, which is why I said, can you trust and do you trust yourself? Because think about this. You're like, damn, I didn't think about that. If it's all capital letters, it is corporate, right? And, yeah, when I got my EIN number, Trust Corporation, it was on the list. And, no, they're not the same. So the name, it can't be both, right? It can't be both. Can you trust and do you trust yourself first? Make sense of all these things first. Don't just don't just do what everybody else is doing. Most of the time, that's a mistake. Your parents taught you yes. that. Don't do what everybody else is doing. Don't run with the crowd. You're gonna get in trouble running with the crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're running with the crowd. What's everybody doing? Getting in trouble running with the crowd. You don't know what we're the sure, especially from. in this. <laughs> You just saw everybody running. You was like, oh, shit, I, I guess I should run too. <laughs> you don't even know what everybody's running from. <laughs> or two. Or two. That's right. one thing I always find. You know, I, I get a lot of folks, you know, that they're like, well, you know, they find out about this stuff and, 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 you know, looking for remedies. And their first remedy is like, how do I get paid? <laughs> well, you know, again, you just said money is... And you know, money actually has value. What you're trading in the public is debt notes. It's nothing. It's it's fiction. It's uh, <laughs> it's vapor. You know, if you look at if you look at Venezuela recently, you know, they had money in the streets. It was everywhere. You know, their currency. It was worth nothing. So you know, money doesn't disappear. Money's got in, you know intrinsic value. We're money. The things that we do, you know, the value that we add in other people's lives, that's money. Well, if we talk money, we got to talk business. And if we're talking business, what you're talking about is considered as intellectual property and intangible assets, right? You're talking about ideas, right? You're talking about time. You're talking about labor, right? Right? And most importantly, this is the one thing that people don't consider, which is the most important commodity out there. It's your attention. People don't want... See, these companies, these, they don't want your money. No, they're not competing for your money. They're not competing for your business. They're competing for your attention. You think that your time is worth something to them. You think that you're, oh, I'm smart. I know that time is an asset. I know it's a commodity. I know time and labor has a fair market value. You think you're smart. You're not, because they don't care about that. The most valuable commodity out there to any business is your attention. That's why it's called paying attention. People make jokes. You can't even. You so broke. You can't even pay attention. Yeah, it's real funny. It's real <laughs> funny. But, 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 do you know how literal that statement is? The most valuable commodity out there, the most valuable commodity in the world is attention. That's worth more money than anything else. Gold would have no value if nobody gave it attention. Absolutely. Nobody would know who Christ was if nobody paid him any attention. <laughs> it's true. No? It's true. 
Well, that's right. absolutely true. So now, right, right, let's talk about mastering these three realms, okay? Sounds good. To solve the pro, and I'm going to break down something else later because it's really there's three realms, but there's only two sides, right? And people are going to evil, that, you know, that's all perception and how you see things, and it's bullshit, okay? Don't tell me that evil and good are just, it, no, it, it, it's no. If, look, either you'll eat babies and rape children or you won't. One of those yeah. is evil, and not doing it is evil. Not doing it and it being unfathomable to, to you is good, right? <laughs> right? Come on, right? If, so, so, so evil does exist. Get the fuck out of it. It exists. Stop playing. Evil exists. <laughs> Forget about it. So now there's only two sides, right? You have good and evil, right? Then you have these three realms that you're dealing with. To master these three realms, here's how that works. And when I say this, this is not my opinion. It is not my opinion. I experienced all this stuff. I can't go into the stories and chronicles, the Machete Van Helsing chronicles. I will just tell you that <laughs> that there are three ways to master these three realms, right? Now, everything that I say can be checked and rechecked. I don't care who you ask. I don't care what you if you use Google or, or Explore. I don't care what you use, right? Check everything I say. I dare you. Now, how to master the private, right? Because you can't even be private with all this stuff attached to you and stamped on you, right? Okay? So before you can just say you're private, right, you have to understand what the private is. And I'm not talking about the private sector of business. Okay, so everybody, don't be confused. He's talking about the private now, but let me pay attention. No, I'm not talking about the private sector of business, the private trust, because private trusts are supposed to be designed to make money. <laughs> That's business. Yes. Okay? I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the private. Right? I'm talking about the monks. I'm talking about, right? right? I'm talking about the self-sustaining community. I'm talking about, right? Okay, so that is God's department. All of this is God's. All of this, God owns all of this. Or, or let's say the creator. Let me play, cause some people are like, oh no, he's talking about God now. He's talking about, listen, <laughs> right? right? Let me clear that up so nobody plays around with me with that. Okay? Look, if you think that mankind is the only intelligent life in the universe, you're a dumbass. And being that nobody on this call is a dumbass, I can continue and say that what I mean when I say God is out of all the intelligent beings throughout all of the galaxies, throughout all of eternity, somebody was first. Somebody had to be first. Okay? There's no question about does God exist or was there... It's, it's, look, 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 look. If you can count, somebody had to be first. There had to be a first of us and that first individual, that first intelligent being was not from here, okay? So when I say God, that's what I'm talking about now, okay? Now. That's who's in charge of all of this. But when it comes to the private, right, what happens is in equity, 
Uh-oh, he's talking. He said equity. Now, people got their pens up there. You ready to write? Be ready. People ready to write now. In <laughs> equity, how you separate yourself and free yourself from everything is through baptism and or ordination. And when I say baptism, I am not talking about religion because all religions are an abomination. Anything that separates one man from from another is an abomination. But I res- you have to respect them for being puzzle pieces. Okay? Now, what I'm saying is, in equity, because baptism, original baptism, had nothing to do with religion, because Christ didn't tell anybody that he was Christ, nor did he tell anybody to be Christian. I don't know where everybody got that from. Right, and I do, but I'm just saying they didn't get it from him, right? So, so baptism is not a Christian thing. Christ was baptized by his cousin outside in the water. <laughs> there was no, there's nothing special about that. There's nothing religious about that. It's a spiritual thing, yes. There's nothing to do with religion. And guess what? Pure evil knows this. They watch everybody out there argue about religions and what's right and what's wrong, and they're laughing because their plan is working, <laughs> right? But especially they got them signing up for four hundred one c three companies. And I'm yeah, I'll get into that in a second. And I'm talking about court. I'm talking about the Temple of Baal. I'm talking about the banks, right? Because if you check the definition, the legal definition of bank, if you open up a law dictionary and look up the definition of bank, it's going to say the place where magistrates sit and where trials are held. You can be like, wait a minute, what the fuck? That sounds like a court. Yes, it is, yes, because courts and banks are the same thing. Machete said it. You heard it here first. Banks and courts are the same, the same thing. Okay, so now... Back to the point. In equity, baptisms and or ordinations separate the entity from the man. I am a priest. Yes. Entity, negative entity removal is my specialty. So, I'm in, this is all my, I made this my job because Entities being attached to people, negative entities being attached to people, gets my attention. Okay? So now, to separate the entity from oneself, the straw man, the whatever you want to call that entity, right? To separate that entity from oneself, it has to be through baptism. (laughs) Right? Then, the living, breathing man, woman, is separated from the straw man. There is no more carpeous... Right? Look up that word, uh, carpius, right? That's when they attach the entity to you. That's the spell that attaches the entity to you. So, 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 so go type C-A-R-P-I-A-S, and that is how, that, that is how the method, that is the, that is the strategy, the method, that is, the, that is what they're using to attach the entity That's to you. That's a hospital. Baptism, baptism is how they, it depends. Because if you go to the, if you go to apply for the social security number at at a social security office, that's where it happens at, because that's where that yeah. entity is created, right? Okay, so now in equity, that is the exorcism. 
so to speak, because there is no second definition for entity. There is only one. <laughs> anyway, so now that you have the entity, you're separated, you're free from the entity, nobody's going to bother you, the living man and woman, about this entity, except for the fact that now that you're free, what are you going to do with the entity? Because it's yeah. still exists. It's still there. It's there. It's not attached to you. You're no longer possessed. You don't think that you are the entity anymore. You're like, that's not me. Right? Right? Somebody pulls out an ID card or the driver's license, like, is this your driver's? Is this you? And you're like, no, that's not me. It's just, how can that be me? I'm right here. Right? Right? right. When you have that in your mind, like, you make sense of that. Right? You yep. are no longer. Well, it's like the cops ask me, uh, you know, where do you live? I said, in my body, where do you live? <laughs> you know? I live in my body. Wherever I go is where I, you know, I'm living wherever I go. When people ask you, are you a good person, would you say that you're a good person? If you don't answer that question with, don't call me that, I'm not a person, or I'm not a person, right, then you are possessed yeah something wrong with you. If you answer that question without being offended, there's something wrong with you. You're possessed and you need help because you think that you are the entity. That is crazy, okay? <laughs> right? You think yeah. that you are the entity, right? So being that that's not the problem anymore, you've been baptized, so now you're separate from that entity. You know that that's not you. You still have a problem. The entity is still attached to you. You're still receiving mail. The house is still in the entity name. It's still everything is the entity is still following you around. I want to I want to I want to interject something, Michael. Is you know when you walk into a court and you're sitting there and you're waiting and they they call out that entity's name. That they summon it because and you go, and you raise your hand and go, oh, that's me. You just claim yeah, that you're the yeah, <laughs> the We got it. They know you're possessed. Yep. They control you because because right. They uh, joined you to it. Yeah. You're not you're not offended by this because yeah. listen, you don't fucking summon me. I'm not a spirit. You don't summon yep. me. So uh, he failed. You know what happens when you don't come? You know what happens when you don't come? You know what they they call it a failure to appear. Oh, we we summoned him and he didn't appear. What the fuck are you talking about here? Like, right, like you're some demon or something. About Right, you don't summon me and I fuck and I appear like well poof he appeared. What are you talking about? <laughs> They're crazy. Yeah. Listen, you don't summon me, <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. that's if you have if you're clear-minded. If you're clear-minded and you're not possessed, you understand that nobody can summon you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right, it's the right. truth. So People don't like to give up these these things. That's what's you know that are binding them to the public to to these public companies, um, you know. And they don't want to give up the social. They don't want to give up the licenses and the registrations and all these things. Most of the time, out of fear. You know, most of the time, out of fear. Well, if I don't have that, and and and, and an agent shows up, you know, and I don't have it, what's going to happen to me? Well, it helps eliminate the fear when there's clear solutions, right? See, the problem with yes. people not doing anything about it is that they're presented with solutions that scare the shit out of them, 
<laughs> so, yeah. so now it's you present me with a solution, but I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> right? I'm not sure if I want to. I don't know. Yeah. Right? And so it's only five hundred dollars. <laughs> No, wait, yeah. it's not about the money because some people are like, listen, if the solution is clear and you know it's going to work, I don't care how much it costs, right? There's some right. Right. right? how much it is. As long as the solution is clear to me, you're good, right? So this is where yep. the problem comes in at. These people, that, so there's fear, but, right, there's reluctance because no one's being clear because, wait a minute, what happens is your spirit knows the truth. So when everybody's like, yes, the trust, and you must collapse the trust in the legal name, right? Your spirit is like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Because, 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 because the name and the trust are two different things. They're two different animals. I'm not sure you should do this. So then you don't know why you're reluctant, but something's telling you, I don't know about this, because your spirit's like, that, make, that doesn't make a nickel bag of sense, John. <laughs> you're talking about two different well, it's like, why is this you know it's like if you're working why for a, a, an employer that you hate you, you just leave you you quit you don't well, give them two ah, weeks notice. Ah, you're not giving them notice i love it i love that you said that i love that you said that so so without me digressing right right without me digressing so let's go back to the solutions, master these three realms. So the first way to master the, the private is through baptism because God owns it all, God created it all, okay, and that's who runs things, even in equity, even in court. That's why the 1611 is accepted and acknowledged in courts as evidence of law because that is the law. They have no law, they yes. have legal, which is the undoing of God's law. Definition of legal is the undoing of God's law. Anyway, right? Yes. Right? So, now, how you master the private sector of business, because I just told you how to master the private. You become baptized, and you, right? You just decided to join God. They're like, okay, he works for God now. He no longer works for us. Yep. He's a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. He is no longer a United States citizen. First Amendment, we don't mess with them. They don't mess with us. Okay. Now, yep. when I say baptism, I'll, let me not jump to the next subject before I clear this up. Baptism through a free church. If you don't know what a free church is, Google free church, okay? Because any church that is incorporated is a business that is in business to look like a church. It is not a church. It's a business that is in business to look like a church, right? So if you're baptized by a business that is in business to look like a church, you weren't really you're baptized. Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> They're the ones that hand out the marriage license and the baptismal certificates that are, that are oh, also okay. uh, registered in the Let public. Listen, marriage license is corporate. What? Excuse yes. me. Listen, marriage is a corporate merger. It's a partnership. It's a corporate merger between. It's a corporate merger. Joint venture. Merger yeah. Two corporate entities, right? That's what that is. Holy matrimony is when the two people promise God that they're going to take care of each other. That's called holy matrimony. Marriages are corporate mergers. That's why divorces are so confusing to understand because people yeah. know nothing about business. Corporations, <laughs> yeah. they sure don't. But, they sure but, don't. But let me not jump the gun, right? So 
Now, the private baptism, you say, you, and, and now, when I say baptism, you don't necessarily have to use that word. All you have to do is give yourself over to your beliefs. You say, I Stanley, I firmly stand behind my spiritual beliefs, right? It's not about religion. It's about beliefs, okay? Just right. the word beliefs, okay? Nobody is going to deny you of what you believe, right? And you just yes. emphasize that word. Okay, so now. That's, ex- that, that's expressing your intent. Right. Now, 501c3 churches. Look, take... A sixth, seventh grader, and you put 501 parentheses C3 on a piece of paper and slide it over to them. And what they're going to do is they're going to write 5 plus 0 plus 1 times 1 times 3. Equals. That's what they're going to do. It's an equation. And seriously, if yes. you write down a piece of paper and hand it to a seventh grader, they're going to say, oh, and they're going to start separating the numbers and they're going to put an equal sign, right? And they're going to, five plus zero is five. We're going to solve. Times, <laughs> times one. We're going to solve for C. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me finish the equation. Five plus zero is five. Plus one is six. Times one is six. Six. Times well now that comes out to eighteen. But wait a minute. Why does five oh one C three come out to six three times? Because it's in church. So anyway, so anyway, so anyway, right? That was just a little I just a little code, a little freebie code. Right, so there's no confusion about whether 501c3s are a violation or not. There's the answer. Now, look, we've got the private out of the way, the private sector. Let me cover the private sector, right, of business, right? Because people are confused with what the private is, what the what the public is. There's the public sector of business the private sector of business and the private. So now, we covered the private, right? Right? I'm going to get back to it. But we covered the, the main aspect of the private is you being a living, breathing man, woman, separate from everything. You care about nothing else but what your spirit and what your creator has told you to do. Okay, now, the private sector of business, we have, we're dealing with private trust. Now, the only way to master the private sector of business is by using a private trust entity. Herein lies a problem. Problem with the birth certificate, trust, right? There's a couple of problems with that. First of all, the Vatican has no longer, since uh, 2015, 2015, because I have a letter from an ex-lawyer of the royal family sent me a letter because he wanted to talk to me about the temple and everything. But anyway, right? So the Vatican is no longer in power. Says the KZ Trust, the Unum Sanctum, right, uh, is, is no longer in effect. They no longer have possession of all the souls and everyone's 
you know, they're not they don't own all the land and all the people and it that, that was that that contract was uh invalidated or I won't say invalidated, let's say it expired in twenty fifteen. The Vatican's well, power goes no further goes no further than Vatican City. Right? But only I guess only for the people that know that. Everybody else that still thinks that they have power or they run everything that access to K V trust, right? Everybody who doesn't know that the Vatican no longer is in power has no idea that that whole Sesta KV thing means nothing now. They have no power over that. Okay, you just cover that first. Just cause, because, you know, those matters, spiritual matters, churches, the Vatican, the devil, all that stuff, they, like, that's, that's, what's in, that's what's in my newspaper when I pick up my newspaper in the morning, right? That's what, right? So for, for a demon hunter priest, like, well, when I get my news, it's different than your news, right? So for people that don't know that, the whole Sesta KV thing, the Unum Sanctum, this contract that was written on the kid's skin, the devil and the Pope trying to contract, that right. contract has expired. It, it means nothing now, okay, right? 2015, that was dead. So now, here's the other problem with that trust, okay? First of all, to be able to administer or do anything with any trust, right, you need a few things. The first thing you need is you need the trust indenture. You need that. If you don't have the trust indenture in its entirety, right, you're going to need yep. the declaration of trust. It's the only document yep. that they're going to, anyone is going to accept before they believe that you have anything to do with, any power at all to do with any trust. If you do not present either the last page of the trust indenture or a declaration of trust, you can't do shit with any trust. If you don't have yeah. one of those two things, there's more. Secondly, you have to be able to show where you were appointed to be whatever the fuck you think you are in that trust. I'm a beneficiary. Okay, well, everything comes to me. This is all created for me, right? Where is the trust indenture where it says that you are the beneficiary? Can you show us that? No, oh, shit, you can't. Do you have a copy of the Declaration of Trust where it states that you are the beneficiary of this trust? The shit, you don't have that. Okay, 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 cool, right? There's more. You have no idea who the grantor of the trust is. You have That's no true. idea. You have no idea who the trustees are. Oh, yes, the courts, they're the trustee. Everyone's my trustee. You're an idiot <laughs> because a trust well, indenture has to have a specific, a trust indenture has a specific list of who the trustees are, who the yes. beneficiaries are who the general manager is, who the grantor is, who the exchangers are. There's a specific list. Not fucking everybody is my trustee. Right. So knock it off. I'm here to clear up a lot of confusion, all right? So, so, so here's the thing with that. You don't have any actual power to make any moves with this trust because you, the only way to have power is to have a copy of the declaration or the last page of the indenture, you have to prove that you were appointed to be anything. You don't have that. You don't have any of that. 
secondly, I got a question. I got a question about that, Michael. Uh, as far as the okay, so in the, if if the public was indeed a trust, and the declaration, the we'll call it the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> you know, and the the go ahead. It's all corporate. The public is all corporate. Yes. It's corporate at this point. Since 1871, it's definitely all corporate, for sure. Even trust, they call statutory trust. Yes, and it most likely is a statutory trust. Right. Now, that's the other problem, because the the birth certificate trust everybody's talking about is an actual statutory trust. It's public. Statutory trust. It's not private, right? Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. right. Okay. So, so because that's how they trick people. But they created all these traps and tricks so that nobody would ever figure it out. But I'm clearing up a lot right. of stuff for people so that you could sift through it more. E- you could navigate through this easier, right? And I separated things by telling you, okay. So now here's the solution to that. This is not just telling you you can't do it. That's not what type of individual I am. I'm just making sure people don't walk over a cliff. Yo, don't follow him down that path. He's tricking you into walking over a cliff. You're gonna, you're all, you're, there's a hole, right? There's, it looks like a path, but there's grass over a hole, right? You're all going to fall in it, right? Cause you almost caught me with that shit. And I'm trying to tell you <laughs> not to follow him. <laughs> don't go that way. <laughs> right. Listen, and that's the nice know. thing about having years of experience because, you know, and, and, you know, when, like yourself, I, I've got, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years. You know, I, I've, I've gone and, and stepped in many of those holes, you know, uh, some by accident, some on purpose, you know, just to test stuff. But, uh, you know, uh, the benefit to, to, to folks listening is, is that, you know, we've already been through these holes. We've already tested these waters. So, you know, yeah. the, the yeah. information yeah. here is already sifted through <laughs> right so now everybody's like okay i heard it all i've seen it all watched all the youtube okay i, I, I watched and listened <laughs> to all the webinars right okay what are you going to say that's different than what everybody else said how about the truth right how about the truth yep. right so let me explain the solution to that a very easy solution to that right and telling you you can't do it here's what you do you are supposed to create a new private sector trust, right, with yep. your name, okay? You're supposed to create a new entity because you don't control that. It is an entity, okay? Yes. Right? And but it was created by someone else. Because Exactly, exactly. And that's what I'm trying to tell people. Listen, man, listen, behind everything that everybody's doing are all spiritual matters, are all metaphysical, spiritual matters, supernatural, paranormal. I don't give a fuck what you want to call it, right? Under the surface of everything that everybody's talking about are spiritual matters, okay? Right? So, (laughs) so... You control what you create, though, which is nice. <laughs> and that's why you would do right. this. Well, which is why playing around with the straw man or the trust 
is a dangerous thing because you didn't yeah. create those entities. You do not control yeah. those entities. What you can't are, control those entities. Are you a necromancer? Are you a priest? If you are not, you do not understand what you're dealing with. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Okay? Because Absolutely. it's scary how it's scary how when you talk about the ID card, right? You talk about the identity, right? Let's talk about that word. Take id, yeah. take ID and separate it from entity. Why don't you look up what id is? Why don't you look up what the id is? It is, right? The id and the ego and the super ego. Why don't you study those? When you look up the id and say, oh, shit, it's an id entity. Damn, I yes. never thought about that, right? Yes, you have an id entity attached to you, <laughs> right? And yeah. when, you look up the part, when you look up the id part of the personality, you're going to say, oh, shit, I was under control because it was the entity that was making me think all of this id shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. right. Hold on, it's scary. So when I say that there's spiritual things behind all of this, I don't care what people believe. It is what it is. You didn't create this game. You didn't create this world. You didn't create. The, you didn't create the rules, right? So, so what people believe doesn't matter. The truth doesn't give a rat's ass what you believe. It right. just is what it is. And I'm telling you that there's only one definition for entity. And people are talking about entities that they don't understand and that they do not control. So the solution to the whole private trust thing is you have to create a new private trust with your name, right? And then you can go back and claim everything and take your trademarks and say, well, how is anybody else using my name when I didn't authorize or (laughs) how is this business going down without my, right? Then you can do that. By permission. (laughs) Because because then you have a higher claim on it. You're creating the the highest claim on you, on you and your public entity. Yes, but understand the game, right? Because everything that you're dealing with is all entities. You're not dealing with people. You're not dealing with evil, corrupt people. You're not. Right. You're dealing with all entities. It's an entity game. The public is entities, right? Only. So when a living, breathing man, right, comes in and tries to, I'm a living, breathing man, and I say, and I claim, entities don't care. This is the entity. No, they don't want to hear it. They can't hear it anyway. They're they're, they're fiction. You can't even get in if you're not an entity. Yeah, try try going into a federal court now without an ID. (laughs) Listen, that's what you without an entity. Say this to yourself. Say this to yourself so that you're doing things the right way without an entity with you. You can't do any of these things without an entity with you, right? And when you try to do these things with the entity that somebody else controls, your life goes to shit. Yep. That's why this is... Well, it's because you're stuck following all the rules that they've created for you or for that entity. Yeah. (coughs) You have to create your own private trust, right, in your name. It's actually called a personal private trust. It's called a personal privacy trust. This is the type of trust that you put in your name. 
Now, that's the solution to the private sector of business, the solution to the private sector of the, to, to the private, excuse me, the solution to private is baptism, your beliefs, your spiritual beliefs. You have to declare them and be able to prove it on paper. That's why baptism works in court and in equity because there are baptisms that baptismal certificates, ordination certificates, right? Because a certificate is what they understand, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? And it's a piece of paper proving that you are this. You have witnesses saying that this is what you are, right? So we have some evidence of that, okay? And, and you have to be able to, if you're ever challenged, you have to be able to enforce that. And the only evidence of law that is accepted is 1611, okay? Because that's okay. Anyway, so now, the public sector... We covered how to master the private, how to master the private sector, and I didn't get into details, but whatever, you get it. Okay, baptism, you join God to master the public, to master the private, right? And you created you change private. your citizenship. Your status and your citizenship. Let me have you because you know how I told you about that magic number three in the beginning of the conversation, right? You, mm-hmm. in, order to, in order to put the public on notice, you have to put them on notice three times. You have to put it, you put them on notice in three places for three weeks. <laughs> I don't know if anybody knows that code, but in order for the public to be put on notice, you have to put them on notice three times in three places for three weeks. That's what makes it stick mm-hmm. if nobody knows, right? So, <laughs> right, so now... With the public sector, okay, this, which is the third area of mastery, the third realm, in the public sector is all corporate. It's all business. It's all business. It's all business. The public is all business. The public is all business. I'm going to focus on talking about the government, the cops, the courts. The, I don't care who yep. you're talking about. It's all business. Corporates. Yeah, all corporations. People are studying trust, and they're studying government, and they're studying law, and they're studying statutory codes, and they're studying... <laughs> and getting everything wrong. You want to know why? Because nobody's studying business. You want to know business. how they work? Study business. Study business management. Study business administration. Your papers are not working. They're ignoring your paperwork. You're not you're being ignored. Why? Because you're not doing business. Yes. You yep. look up how to deal with that. How do businesses deal with these situations? How do you deal with it uh, in business? Look, looking to the, the, looking the different types of corporations, statutory corporations as well, because then you can dissect your municipal corporations. Yeah. Know exactly who the stockholders are, and you know, uh, same partnership with all of them. Yeah. The people are studying everything else other than business. So now let's talk about the solution. Let's talk about the solution, right? Let's talk about how we master the the public sector of business, right? Now, the straw man, the legal name, in its default state, as we said before is a worker-slave entity. Yes. yes. 
Yes. Well, we also know that the United States Incorporated is a corporation, and that is a corporation, right? That yep, the parent corporation. Yes, that employs. After, let me tell you the trial to tell you this. I'm glad you said it. Let's tell you the trick to that. But the United States Incorporated is the corporation that employs, right, these worker slave entities because it's because a corporation is an entity, right? So it needs slaves, yep. right? So this needs employees. Has to have yep. slave right? Okay. Straw men are slave entities. Okay. So in its default state, your name is a worker slave. Right? But yep. the elite, because, you know, they have families and friends, right? Okay, you got to understand. These people that run in the system, they have families and friends, right? They do. They do. They don't want families and friends to suffer, right? So please believe yep. that they built a way out of all of this for them and for Absolutely. whoever figures it out. And for whoever figures it out. So let me tell you what they do. I'll tell you how to master the public sector, right? I'll tell you what to do with the straw man. They convert, <laughs> this is so crazy, they convert the straw man from a negative entity into a positive entity by converting the straw man from a worker slave into a corporation, <laughs> right? Right? Because... They made a way that you can go to the IRS website and convert the entity, change the entity type from one type of entity to another. Let me say that again. The IRS website gives you the ability to convert one entity type into another. So if you have an LLC and you're like, I want, an S, I want to change it into an S corporation, you can go to the IRS and change your LLC into uh, S corporation, right? So that means that the straw man. That means that if the straw man is indeed an entity, you can change its entity type logically, literally. It's common sense. It's not some machete shit. It's not my opinion. I'm not making this up. Nope. It's common sense and logic and business. It's just business because you can set up corporations for the last fifteen years. That's what I was. Right. I was registered in for a bunch of corporations that we helped set up. And when you, any one of those statutory corporations, when you go to set it up, you go to the Secretary of State, you bring them the your your straw parents corporate number, the social, and uh, you register the corporation to that social or to another EIN, another corporation or a trust. But yes, you can absolutely, if you don't have an EIN yet, uh, if you go and do a sole proprietorship, you're, uh, a sole proprietorship is the, straw, is the straw man, and there's no limited liability in doing that. Let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let me knock this out, <laughs> right? Let me knock this out, because these people... These people are out here taking advantage of things, and they're watching everybody trip over their shoelaces, and they're laughing at everybody. Let me explain this, right? Let me explain this, right? Because people say, oh, well, I have my LLC. I have my trade name and DBA. That's what I hear all this. I hear this all the time, right? But it makes no <laughs> sense to me. It makes no sense to me. 
I'm going to tell you why it makes no sense. It makes no sense because when you go to get your EIN number, it also lets you know that LLCs and corporations are two different entity types. So, so, when, so I'm going to tell you what the solution is. The solution with the straw man is to incorporate the straw man. You have to change the, corp- the straw man into a corporation, right? Now, to prove this to you, and to let you know that the elite do this all the time, to let you know this is the this is the back door, right? Right? It's called incorporating yourself. You want to check and see if I'm telling the truth. You want to see if I, you want to. I, I need proof. It sounds. It sounds. Do you have any proof? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking Google it. Google incorporate yourself and see what happens. Google it. I dare you. It's just business. It's called incorporating yourself. Google incorporate yourself. Now, there's more, right? There's more. Also, also, right, in this instance, what happens is a corporation can't possibly be an employee, now can it? Nope. Mm, Now, that's interesting because what everyone's afraid of with these policia policy enforcers, they're policy enforcers. But what are, what policy are they enforcing? They're enforcing corporate, corporate policy. What is what is corporate policy? It's the bylaws of the company for for the fucking workers. Yep. Of the company, right. which means that if Walmart has a corporate policy, then it only applies to Walmart workers. People's light bulbs are starting to come on. But listen, if I don't work for you, your corporate policy doesn't apply to me. Yes. It's very simple. So now here's the thing. If you convert the straw man into a corporation, now it's... Oh, hold on one second, Michael. Somebody, uh, somebody's got kids and stuff in the background. Would you just mute your, uh, mute your phone so we don't get all the background noise, please? That's better. Thank you. Go ahead, Michael. Sorry. So now, so now, this is what the elite do. They convert the straw man into a corporation, not an LLC. The code is incorporate yourself. Google it. So it's all over the place. Right? What you're doing, what these people, what rich, wealthy people are doing, these people that don't don't that get arrested? These people that have access to unlimited funding. These people that are free from corporate policy for some reason. Why doesn't he ever get in trouble? Why didn't he go to jail? Right? Let me tell you why. That is exactly what everybody's trying to do. Everybody wants to be free. Everybody wants access to unlimited funding. Let me tell you how they're doing it. Because because it's interesting how everybody's following YouTubers and Facebookers and shit. But those are not successful people. Interestingly enough, the successful people are enjoying the same shit that we're trying to get to. Freedom from the system and access to unlimited funding, right? They have that. We watch them do it every day. 
but we're, but you're studying YouTubers and Facebookers, and you're not studying the people that are actually out there doing it. You're not studying how Jay Z didn't go to jail, mind you. He said to you, he said to you, he said to you, he never went to jail for none of the shit that he got in trouble. He got in trouble for all types of shit, stab people, all types of shit, right? Never went to jail because he tells, he told you how he didn't go to jail. He said, "I'm not a businessman. I am a business man." <laughs> I'm a business he said man. That. He said that. I'm a business. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Right? No, but wait, yep. there's more. Donald Trump said, and everybody hates him, but everybody hates him because they hate him. The system hates him because he is put. Listen, he said to everybody, you don't like the way everything's going. You don't like the corruption, the tax laws. You don't like the government, how everything. Incorporate yourself. Go incorporate yourself. That's how you get out of it. Holy yep. shit. How? Listen, now Google that. Google Donald Trump, comma, incorporate yourself. Go incorporate yourself. Google it. It will pop up all over the place. The answer is incorporate yourself, not LLC yourself. Not what we said. <laughs> because the LLC is not a corporation. It's an LLC. Yep. Now, what I am explaining to you is what celebrities, famous celebrities, because a lot of celebrities, there's a lot of athletes, there's a lot of doctors and lawyers. I'm talking about the top athletes, the top entertainers, the top directors, the top actors, the top lawyers, the top athletes. What they do is they incorporate themselves. They don't LLC themselves. I have to clear this up. Because, first of all, LLCs are not recognized by the federal government, so when you try to get involved with public affairs and do business, they're not even paying attention to you. You're a little guy. You're trying to access unlimited funding. You want to access unlimited funding, you're going to have to build business credit. An LLC is smaller than a small business. Yep. Investors don't want to invest in LLCs because you're little. You have no aspirations. You have no goals in life. You just wanted to get out of some shit and you LLC'd yourself. You're going to open up a beauty parlor or you barbershop. Congratulations. But you don't need $15 million to run a barbershop. <laughs> right? We're not, not loaning you $10 million. You have a beauty salon. We'll loan you 10000 Right? So look. So the unlimited funding, access to unlimited funding, that comes from from converting the straw man into a corporation, which is a business, and then building the corporate credit so that you can just access all types of, they'll give you, listen, now, I'm saying this because there is a specific entity type that these people create. There's a specific type of corporation that these people create, and that is, it's, it's, it's a code. All this stuff is codes. Right? And so you're in a game that's hard to beat, almost impossible to beat, but when you have the code, <laughs> right? Yeah. When you have the code, the game becomes easier. So there's a specific corporation type that they convert the straw man into. So at this point now, let me tie it all together. So now you, as a living, breathing man, woman, are free from all of that. Your hands are clean. You have nothing to do with nothing, right? Then you have a private trust set up, which is an entity that you created to operate in the private sector of business 
for you because you don't have to do anything. You don't have to sign anything. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to meet with anybody. You created the entity, and now other people are controlling it. So you have an entity in the private sector of business operating in the private, collecting assets and protecting your assets and doing business in the private for you. Then you converted the straw man into a corporation that you have out in the public sector of business accumulating assets and doing business with these businesses for you. But that is the entity doing business with these businesses. That is the private trust doing business with these businesses. You have nothing to do with it. You don't necessarily have to run the trust or the business. You could hire people so for sure. So, so well, 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 in the public sector you hire, in the private sector you appoint, <laughs> right? Correct. But, right, because they're trustees, of course. What? As a living, breathing man, woman, in the private completely, you want to be separated from all of that, baptism, your religious beliefs, your spiritual beliefs, free you from everything, right? So that's how you master the private. That is the private. That is living in the mountains. That is being a monk. And that's why, and let me clear this up. A lot of people that talk about being private will say, I'm private, I'm private. Yeah, what type of computer you got? What type of software you running? What type of cell phone you have? Like, stop talking. See, people talk private on the phone. Listen, if you're going to say you're private, really, really do it. Like, did you, when you got on a plane, did you take a private jet or did you get a plane ticket? Right? You're lying. Did, so, it, oh, I'm private. Oh, you use Federal Reserve notes. Ha, 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 ha. Why the fuck did you get your groceries? Because if you put money out your pocket, if you use the car, you need to shut the fuck up and realize that when you go outside, everything outside your door is public. You can't avoid that unless you go live in the mountains. Then you could say, I'm private. I have nothing to do with the public. Right? Yeah, I ain't no doubt. Congratulations. Or I live in the woods. I created my own earth ship, and I'm living on the land. I'm free man on the land. Love you. Congratulations. But all you people that are talking about being private, and you live in a house, and you get bills and shit, and you got to go to the grocery store and pay these people for your bread and your juice and your water and shit, then shut up. You are not private. There's no way to avoid dealing with the public, okay, unless you completely leave the public. There's no way if you to abandon the straw man completely, right? This is what I abandon the straw man. Right? In order to do that, you know that you have to move, right? Because that house is under the straw man name. So if you don't convert the straw man into a corporation and then and then transfer that property to the corporation, then you have a problem. You if so and then so now what I'm saying is to be completely private, you have to abandon everything. Your family can't call you by the same name. You can't go see them unless, you, unless they acknowledge and accept that you're not going by that anymore, right? You can't, you have to get, you can't use any of your, your phone. You can't got to toss your phone. None of the accounts that you abandon all the accounts with that name. Just abandon all of it. You have to abandon it completely 
and I know this because I did it. I took the social security number. I took card. I took the, I took everything and put in a, everything with that name on it. I put in a garbage bag and tossed it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I haven't used I any of that stuff in ten years. And I moved. Now I'm not saying I didn't do paper. I didn't do paperwork or none of this. And this is way back in 20. I don't know, like 2010, 2011, something. I did all this, mind you. For for all you sovereign, secure Moorish LBA fans, right? In 2012, I did the whole Fed wire forms, Treasury Direct thing. I got on a plane, went to Vegas to be interviewed by the Black Dreg Dragon family. That's who was interviewing people for the black cards and to check and make sure you was you did everything right and you knew how to answer all the questions. I did all this shit in 2012. So just for everybody that is that is 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 how can I say it? That is amazed at how at this at the adventure of it all, right? Okay, I did it, and I'm telling you, don't do it. <laughs> you want access to you want because uh, now let me tell you what happened when I went out there. Okay, this is just real quick. To tell you what happened when I went out there. Okay, I went out there. It was 2012. I went out there to Vegas to be interviewed. Okay, I had all my paperwork together. I memorized all the questions. I knew what they were going to ask me about Bible stuff, and they were going to ask me about you know. I knew I knew all the questions, all the answers. I was good. I had all my paperwork, the Fed wire forms, Treasury Direct forms, all my affidavits. On my certificates and all my, you know, uh, apostille paperwork. And I had everything. When it was time for me to call them, I called them to let them know that I was coming in. On that phone call, I was told that they were no longer holding interviews in person because so many people were doing it that they could no longer hold these interviews in person. You had to go. I had to go back home. I just paid for a ticket to Vegas from New York. Right? So they turned me around. And, now, let me tell you what happened. Right after that, government shut down. And I said to people, wait a minute, wait a minute now. <laughs> right? The government shutdown means that they're musical chairs. Everybody's figuring out how to beat the system now. And I, and I heard this firsthand from them. Right? Everybody's figuring out how to master the system now. So they shut the government down and played musical chairs, changed the departments around, removed some departments, added some departments, changed okay. positions. This guy is this now, and this girl is this now. and Right? So, and now, phone number, nobody knows. So, so now nobody knows who or where to send nothing to. And if you're going by any information that was collected before 2013, <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's not working. It's not. Well, it's like A for V. I wear, you know, thirty years ago, A for V worked great with the little coupon books that you get every time you had a loan. Worked just fine. Well, now, <laughs> well, now it's time for me Doesn't to work. shut up. Yeah. I'm going to shut up now because you guys heard my voice enough. It's time for me to shut up. So I'm just going to say, right? So the solution to all of these things is first. You have to solidify, verify, prove your religious beliefs. Baptism is the, is, I'm not going to say it's the only way because they will respect other people's beliefs, but it is through baptism 
1611 is accepted as evidence of law. I have not heard of any other book or doctrine or being accepted as evidence of law in court except the 1611. That is your solution. That is how you beat them in the private and in the public because God runs it all. I didn't get into that part yet because it's God's game. If evil was in charge of this game, everything would be destroyed already. See, this is where, Michael, this is where I go into court, and, it, and you know, and, and, and it's the only way that it works, and you can't give it to somebody. You have, to, you have to embody it. You have to know it. When I walk into that courtroom, I have my Bible, <laughs> and I've got the, the, the birth certificate. I'll tell them, I said, there's, you know, there's only three reasons that I would be here. One, they have a contract with me somewhere, which I know they don't. Uh, two, this is a, a trust, and maybe this birth certificate is a unit of beneficial interest. So I may be a beneficiary of a trust, and you summoned me here because you plan on dispersing some money to me. Uh, you know, um, the third reason would be because you think you own me. You think I'm your slave. So which one of these three things is it that, that, that brought me here today, you know? They're not going to tell you that, yes, we own you, and, and, and we, that's how we get to tell you what you can and can't do, you know, which an owner can, you know, decide what they have with what they created or what they own. Um, but they're not going to tell you you're a slave. They're not going to tell you that you're owned. Uh, so there's only two other ways. You're either a party to a trust or there is a contract. And when you're dealing with corporations, there has to be a contract. Has to be a contract. So, I, you know, when I go in there, I'm bringing my law with me. And I, I very, you know, I walk in there like I own the place. And I question everything that they're doing. <laughs> you know? And it's just to get to those three questions. You know, am I, am I your slave? Do we have a contract? Or is this a trust? And, and I'm a beneficiary of this trust. Uh, here to get, you know, whatever disbursements are going on. Checking out what, what's being administrated here. <laughs> right. So so to help everybody out, right, I'm going to explain to explain some experience that I have before we just, I don't want to just throw this out there and have people, it's not about me, right? None of what I'm saying is about me. It's, I'm not saying all these things to tell you what I can do. I'm telling you all these things to tell you what you can do, right? So now, one of my experiences, before I learned all this stuff, I was arrested, falsely accused of something, and when I was going to court, I said to the public defender while we were walking to the courtroom, I said, I don't understand any of this. Like, I'm a minister. I'm not even allowed to get involved in any of this street stuff. I don't know what you're talking about, right? He said, what did you say? I said, I'm a minister. I went in my wallet. I pulled out my, my, the copy of my ordination certificate and showed them my clergy ID. I said, I'm a minister. Like, I don't even know, like, what I'm doing here, right? And this is before I knew the rules. I was just using being a minister as an excuse to try to, like, I was like, listen, I'm not, I'm not allowed to be in this type of business in this trouble you're talking about, right? So, he said, what did you say? I said, I'm a minister. I showed him the ordination certificate ID. He said, uh, you're telling me that it's your word against theirs? I don't think they're going to show up. 
I had no idea what he was talking about. I had no idea. I had no idea what he was talking about, and it shocked me because it was like he said some shit backwards to me. Like because I'm from New York, I'm from Queens, and we were taught that it's their word against ours, and there's nothing that we could do, yep. right? This public defender tells says to me, "You're trying to tell me that it's your word against theirs? I don't think they're gonna show up." That sounded interesting to me. I didn't know what he was saying, but it was fucking interesting. So we get into the courtroom, right? Get into the courtroom, right? And, you know, it comes time for the police officers to, to, to announce themselves. They weren't there, right? They had to give me another court date because the police officers that were charging me with this didn't show up. I said, oh, shit, this is crazy, right? So when we left the courtroom, he says to me, he says, you know what? I don't think they're going to show up for the next one either. And if they don't show up the second time, they're going to have to dismiss this. I said, yep. this is, I'm going to have to do some research. I've got to look some shit up. Like, what are you saying to me, right? <laughs> I, look, I got a thing because I chose sides. I, look, I have a hero, Peter Pan complex. I want to save the world. I wear my logo on my chest, right? Okay, so... I was just I became I was ordained because I said God whatever you want me to do I'm on your side, <laughs> right? That's what I did it for. I didn't do it because I was knowledgeable of equity and the courts and how I didn't know how any of that worked, right? So that was my experience. I experienced the power of that by default, by accident, <laughs> right? Now after I create after I created the Temple of Light and Life, which is a free church, right? After I learned all this stuff, I studied and learned all this stuff, I set up a church, right? A free church. After I did that, I created clergy IDs, clergy plates, right? And um, there's about 20-something ministers riding around the country right now with plates on their cars, clergy plates from the Temple of Light and Life. And I haven't issued any more plates since 2014. So I will say to you, from the time that I issued those plates to now, nobody called me. Nobody called me to say, "Hey, Michelle, you, I, you, you told me that if I put these plates in my car, that I would be fine, and they just arrested me and took my car." I'm sure that if that happened to anybody, they would. You'd have heard about it. Call me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah you'd have heard not about only it. me, it was lying. Like Machete's but he's a he don't believe him. He told me and I got arrested and nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that. I might have haters that are making shit up out there, but nobody's saying that they used what I said and got anything taken from them or got in trouble with following what I said, right? You might have listened to what I said. The uh, the, the, the uh, church is not in a private trust? What, say that again? Ask I said again. The, the church is in a private trust, correct? Whoa. It was created in private Whoa. trust. Now, now, okay, now, technically, yes, but the church does not have to have anything to do with trust yes. or any of that. Well, I, I, the reason I ask, and, and, and because I, I see this, I see it this way as well. The Bible is itself. The Word of God is a private trust. <laughs> it is. It is. It's called the Pactum Salutis. 
If anyone wants to check, yes. he's talking about what is called the pactum salutis, right? That is the actual trust. It's called the pactum salutis. Yes. So look that up. It's P-A-C-T-U-M-S-A-L-U-T-I-S. Look that up. That's yes. the trust he's talking and about. It's an everlasting covenant. An everlasting covenant. When you buy your Bible, the first thing you should write on one of those blank pages is you should copy what the Pactum Salutis is so that you have the actual indenture declaration in the Bible. <laughs> right? But anyway. Yes. So the next experience I have that I had with this was uh, two years ago. had a car accident. It wasn't really a car accident because it happened in the parking lot, right? <laughs> right. Uh, I was backing up out of the driveway, and somebody swooshed behind me, and I backed up into him because uh, it, when I was backing up, there shouldn't have been anybody there. But obviously, he turned around the corner and came by so fast that when I backed out, there was somebody there now, right? So I smashed into this guy, right? Mexican guy, I'm talking to him. We're discussing how don't call the police, right? <laughs> There's no way. Listen, I make a lot of, I, I make good money. You go to your mechanic, tell me how much it is. I got you, right? This is the conversation yep. we're trying to have. Meanwhile, his wife, <laughs> meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, his wife, <laughs> his wife, in the car, she called the insurance people who already told her to call the police already. While we're talking about not police, they're already on their way. Right? So, <laughs> mind you, my mind you, I'm in my wife's car. Okay, this is very important information. I am trying to prove a point here. So, when the officer arrives, he immediately wants people's stuff. Uh, license registration. I need your license registration, right? I'm like, listen, I'm a priest. You know, I'm not supposed to have any of that, right? Here's my clergy ID. You can play with that. Have some fun, right? So, uh, this, this isn't state issued ID. Oh uh, yeah, but you know, I'm not supposed to have that. So here, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> he takes it. <laughs> separation. There's separation. He takes my. He knows. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. Is, I'm trying to tell you how my experience to prove to you is how this works. The system is right. So he goes to his car, talks to his man about whatever, comes back to me, hands me my ID, tells me to stand to the side. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So he's dealing with the Mexican guy. My wife comes out to see what's going on because this happens right outside our apartment. Right? So she comes outside. First thing he says, is your car, ma'am, right? She's like, yeah. He writes her the ticket. He charges her with the accident. <laughs> mm, she was sleeping when I had the accident. She wasn't in the car when I had the accident. But he couldn't charge me with anything. Right. I can't do shit with me. But because she car, because she has a driver's license and all that, they had to... <laughs> it's not funny, right? But... But that's how it works. That it works. It's they don't mess with us. It's real. Well, they can't. They can't because they don't have subject matter jurisdiction over you. 
they can't have subject matter jurisdiction. They can only have subject matter jurisdiction over what they have are holding legal title to. That's it. Just or a contract, like a driver's contract, driver's license contract, or you know, a registration. <laughs> Just in case there's somebody that doesn't understand everything you said. Just in case you sound like Charlie Brown's teacher to anybody on this call, let me simplify it for you. I don't can work for them. You can't apply the rules to your company to me if I don't work for you. What? It's that simple. It's subject matter jurisdiction. That sounds like something that I'm going to have to look up all the words today. No, but if you say to them, you don't, well, I'm not your worker. I'm not your employee. You don't yep. check me on anything. You don't charge me with anything. <laughs> I don't know you. You don't listen. <laughs> we can talk yep. about this, but you need to put those. How are we related? <laughs> so now, how are we related? <laughs> I'm just right. And, and what what business do we have with one another? It's not related. It's what business do yep. we have with one another? Right. How can you can you prove that I work for you? That that I work for this company for you to be charging me with a violation? Can you prove that this is one of your company vehicles? And, right? You see what I'm saying? So anyway, yep. that's how that's how you free yourself in the private. How you free yourself in the private sector is by using a private trust. But that's not it, right? Let me tell you the code. I'm telling you codes here, right? I gave you the Bible code, the lease code for the private. Let me tell you the code for the private sector. To tell you something that they don't teach you about private trust because I paid thousands of dollars to be taught in private trust. I spent endless hours, sleepless nights on trust, right? What they don't tell you that a private trust has an estate. An estate. Now let me let me let me keep going because they're like, yeah, Michelle, what are you talking about? I do know that. Dude, you didn't let me fucking finish, right? <laughs> tell you the code. The code is a private trust is an estate. An estate is a state. A state is a kingdom. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know that. A private trust is supposed to evolve into a fucking kingdom. It is supposed to evolve into its own state. You are supposed to find land and put fences around that shit and you need guards and you need listen they don't want you to know that a private trust is a kingdom is a seed that grows into a kingdom they don't want to tell you that they don't want to tell you and if you don't if you create a private trust and you don't take it all the way they're going to destroy you yeah they're going to destroy you because you're supposed to be doing this. That's how you operate a private the trust. is supposed to grow into something, depending on what kind of excuse me, depending on what kind of trust it is. It's a different types of private trust. You have community land trusts that are for land and communities. You have personal privacy trusts that are for you, the individual. You have family trusts that are for the family. You have business trusts that are for businesses operating in the private sector of business. You have real estate investment trusts that are for investing in management. Don't just fucking say private trust and be private yeah. trust and the trust, the trust, the trust. 
You don't know none of these things. The private, the trust, the name, corporation. People are saying all these things, but they're just saying it because it's the new fucking fad. It's the new popular thing to do, right? That you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Look up the definitions of these things. Don't just look at a YouTube and say, "Oh, I'm gonna do what he did. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get my birth certificate authenticated because the trust, because the corporation, because the trust in the name and shit." <laughs> yeah, there's there are a lot of things going on right now. Again, I mean, I, I over the last thirty years, and you know, I'm sure over your 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 experience in this, you know. It, now it's like everybody's got you know, like a chicken with their head cut off trying to find a remedy, commercial remedy. Uh, you know, uh, they're hearing about living in the private or living in the public, but they're not, you know, it, it's scattered. It's so scattered. They're not focused on, on the foundation is trust. The foundation of, of all of it is trust. You cannot be a secured party if you're not in trust. <laughs> you know, uh, the foundation there's a lot of things that are that are that are going on out there and and you know unless you start focusing on one thing uh, and I would say you focus on trust even the principles of trust and you'll have a much better foundation than jumping in to try and be some secure party creditor you're still in the public well <laughs> you know that's because now, my whole point of getting on this podcast is to clear things up. So I know everybody is not a noob. I know everybody is knowledgeable and everybody knows about this stuff. I just wanted to clear up the confusion because people feel that they're knowledgeable about things that don't make sense. So I needed to make sense of these things so now that you can take your intelligence and build properly, right? Now, yep. the other thing that I want to say, because I told you I was going to come to this point, uh, and now I'm going to shut up, for real. Okay, right? There's only two sides. Okay? There's good, there's evil. There's only two sides. You'll either eat babies or you'll take care of babies and foster their progression and help them, protect them, right? That's even two type of, right? So now what it is is that in this system, in this game that we've all been forced into, that we've all been forced to play, you have to understand that what you're doing is you're choosing either their way or our way. There is no third way. When you consider good versus evil, there is no, there is no third side. So when I say this, I'm, that is to say that the system is set up that they only respect corporate or clergy. They only respect corporate or clergy. If you're, if, how can I, how can I, I'm going to make that simpler. Okay, you have to prove that you're on the side of good somehow. If you're not on that side and can't prove that you're on that side, they're going to assume that you're on their side. I don't care what paperwork you did. I don't care what you claim you are. If you can't prove that you're on God's side, they're going to assume that you're on their side because there's only two sides. There is no third side. So when you say, I'm not messing with the government, I'm not messing with God and churches and messing with... Right? Listen, there's only one other place to go. If you are not... <laughs> 
So, I just want to clear that up too and let you know that, you know, there's only two sides. Got to choose one and go over there. Well, <laughs> whatever side you choose to be on, go over there. The middle is the war field, is the battlefield, is the war zone. You're going to get killed in the middle. <laughs> okay, that's, you know, and uh, I guess, I guess what, I just what, I do, I tell you what my website is, I don't know, I don't know what you need now, um, you can Google me, Machete Van Helsing, or Michael Machete Van Helsing, Machete has two T's, machetevanhelsing.com, I don't know, that's all I have to say, really. Hello? Are, are we still there? I can hear you. Michael, can you spell out your website for us?
Chad or Linda, are you still on the line? Hey guys, sorry about that. We got uh, some bad weather moving in here. I guess I got bumped off the network again. Uh, <laughs> I got to get a, a signal booster or something. So, um, getting back to where what I was talking about before I was cut off, um, getting into private, staying on the private side, um, being separate separated, uh, not joined to that legal fiction is being applied. Um And one of the things that, that, I, that I really like about what Michael is the church, you church, but you're in a relationship with, with God and, and, and uh, that's the one that you're serving, you cannot possibly serve two masters. You cannot serve both God and mammon, which mammon is not money, it's commerce. Um, so that's what you're serving on, on, on the public side. On the private side, you're serving God. And the same way that Michael said that, uh, you know, when you show that, uh, you know, that, that, that he was a minister, that the officer right right away would know there there's a separation between church and state and most of the time if you were to look up separation between church and state they were talking about taxes and things like that but no it's a total separation it is a total separation nothing than somebody's relationship with god uh you know only they can explain it only an individual who has that relationship can explain it. Um, and it's different for everybody. So, but that's your private side. That's your private business. We are, you know, the, the, the world is, is in the fullness thereof. So when you, when you are on that side, you pretty much have that. Personally, I don't use a social security number. I haven't in a long time. Um, I don't use... The birth certificate uh, do not have government ID. Haven't in a long time. So when you know, I chose to give it up and be separate, one hundred percent. So um, a few weeks ago, we had a, an episode of how to be in the world and not of the world, or how to be in commerce and and not of commerce. Well, that's kind of what we were discussing here today. Was uh, you know. If you're going to be in commerce, you can do it with protection. You can get, do it behind, uh, you know, the walls of a corporation or the veil of a corporation, um, or you can do it uh, through the separation of church and state, and private is that church side. Uh, it really is that, that church side. And I'm not talking about, you know, 501c3 companies, which are corporations, <laughs> created and chi uh, chartered by the government. So they're 
they're not legitimate churches. God doesn't need permission, and neither do you need permission. <laughs> so you're created in God's image, so you don't need permission from government if you're separated. If you stay separated. Um, you know, and, there, and there's lots of little traps. And the, and the problem with going out there and, and looking at all this stuff that people are trying to get out of uh, court and out of bills and all these other things, um, but they're not coming out of the public. They're staying on that public side. There's, you know, it, it's, kind of la- it's kind of like asking them to investigate themselves. <laughs> you, you, you're going to get, you know, yeah, we investigated ourselves and, and uh, found nothing wrong, okay? Um, they are not going to give you remedy because if you are on that public side. And the reason you're not going to get remedy, on the, at least not consistent remedy on that side, is because they, uh, you know, they understand that, that you're still on that public side. They still, you're still a worker bee. You're still a public employee, okay? Now, if you looked at the public as a trust, okay, the trustee is the one with the fiduciary responsibility, same as on the private side, okay? They call government employees uh, public servants or public trustees. That's what they would be. So, um, you know, and, and if you are holding that social, okay, and going by the commercial name or the, or the, or the uh, corporate name with all capital letters, then you are, um, at that point, you are uh, public. You're, you're on the public. They are going to look. Your name's going to pop up, and you are a child corporation to the public. You're a public employee. And when you join yourself to that, you're becoming a surety for that public name, that, that all caps name. What you're looking for is separation. That's the remedy, separation from that legal fiction, that corporation, that uh, soulless corporation. And by um, separating yourself from that, you know, th- there's actual true remedy in that. Because you are, you know, he, sa- he was saying that there's two sides. Uh, good and evil, and and it is good and evil. It's also public and private. You cannot be both. You don't want to be both. If you want privacy, you have to build in layers of trust to keep you out of the public. Let your trustees go into the public. Your employees go into the public. So that, you know, somebody that you appointed goes into public to do the, you know, to do the shopping or is the, the trustee going in and doing the work in the public eye, okay? And, and even if that's you, if you're the trustee in control of the, you know, uh, the legal title in the, in the private trust, you're holding legal title, you're a trustee uh, looking out for somebody else's benefit, okay? It's not there, you're not there to benefit you. The trustee is... Um, purposes to um, look out and protect the assets, the trust assets, the corpus of the trust for the benefit of the beneficiaries, okay? And if you look at that on the, on the private side and you look at the public side and it's supposed to be doing the same thing, you know, to protect and defend 
the, the, the people, <laughs> okay? The, the, the Constitution, that's the, the, the Constitution would be considered the, uh, you know, as part of the Declaration, uh, the bylaws of the trust. And in the public, that's all statutes, acts, codes, uh, rules, um, bylaws. And, and again, you know, if you are signed up as the all caps name and, and you're using that, you're bringing it to life. It doesn't exist without you. It can't do anything except collect dust in a drawer without you. So if you are going to go private, the, the, the only way to go private, 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 is stop using that stuff. You know, Michael said he put his in, in a bag and burned it all. The only thing I have left is uh, the birth certificate, which would be considered a, uh, a UBI, a unit of beneficial interest. So when I get summoned to court, I have that there because they're, doing, they're administrating the trust, okay? And when I go in there, uh, you know, I'm there with beneficial interest. I'm hoping they're going to do a disbursement so that I can get paid. Uh, if that's not what's happening, then, you know, uh, something, is, something is wrong. Um, but you have to identify the parties and the public. And, again, you're not identifying as the legal person. You're not identifying with the legal person. When they call out the name that's on your birth certificate or on your social or your government ID and you go, here I am, you just became surety and were joined to that entity. Okay? Stay private. Stay in the private side and you will get remedy. If you know who you are in the private, you got to know who you are. And, and that's, you know, that's a main principle of the whole thing. You know, I see, I see questions in a lot of the groups that are on Facebook, uh, especially for secure party creditor. You know, am I a state citizen? Am I a, am I a uh, you know, if you're a state citizen, you know, just, just say that out loud. <laughs> you know, if you're a state citizen, you belong to the state. You're belonging to the public. I don't care if you call it a, uh, you know, a, a U.S. national or, or a uh, U.S. citizen. You belong to somebody other than you, okay? You belong to the public, to the state, if you are those things. Stop claiming that you are these things, you know? People, and they make it out, you know, they, they train us from birth. They say, you know, well, yeah, I'm proud to be an American citizen. I'm proud to be this. I'm, you know, proud to be a U.S. citizen. Wave your flag and, you know, sing, sing status religious songs. You know, but they train you to, you know, to identify as these, you know, these things. Well, you know, you can choose who you identify with, who you associate with, who you uh, can trust and who you can't, you know. Why do people blindly go and, and, and continue this trust with the public? You know, is there money? Is not money? If everything they're doing is in fraud, okay, if this was created without your say-so, without your knowledge, and without your consent, then it was created in fraud, okay? And it's being used to control you, and it has and it always will. That's what it was designed to do, Okay? But like Michael said, you know, uh, the Bible says that if you are, you know, um, if you're a believer, then you are a citizen of heaven. Well, with, that's, the, that's the citizenship that you're looking for, to live in the private. 
okay? They have an issue with it? Let them talk to God. Tell them go talk to God. He's the grantor of your trust on the private side. Um, the, uh, on, on the private side, you are, you are as secure a party as you can possibly get. Their First Amendment says separation between church and state. Okay? You want to be separate. You want to divorce what they are doing. If you create a private trust, you author it, you decide what the rules are. Those are the laws of your trust. You know, when you're looking for a, uh, a partner, uh, whether that be a business partner or a, uh, you know, a friend or, or, or a, uh, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend or a, a wife or a husband, you are not looking for somebody that you do not trust. <laughs> you're looking that, you know, you're looking for somebody that you can trust with your life or with your business or with your kids, you know, and, and without that, you wouldn't let somebody babysit your children if you didn't trust them, okay? But on the private side, when you create the trust, you, you put in all of the uh, requirements that, you know, it would take for you to trust the other, per, you know, that other party, you know, you, and, and you agree together. On those on on those rules, those boundaries, those are all set in the trust, in the private trust, and it's expressed. Okay, hence express trust, uh, pure trust, common law trust. Um, you know, I say the common law of the trust. It's not common law. Common law is their rules. You know that their judges made up. Their their you know. Their, their elected officials made up on the public side. That's common law on the public side. The common law of the trust is explained in, in the trust declaration. Okay, it's spelled out, the laws of the trust. And it is private. 100% created by you, which means that you have authority over the corpus of that trust. So, again, uh, Better to stay private. Better to stay private. The remedy is on the private side. It is not on the public side. Public side, like Michael said, you can go in and, and do business as a corporation. I did it for 17 years. Uh, never had, I haven't had a bank account in my name personally uh, since I was young, young, real young, in my 20s. I've always had corporations and I did all my business through the corporations. I know people that have tried to Google me and go, hey, you look like an 80-year-old guy. Uh, <laughs> there's other David Horowitzes out there. There was a fight back with David Horowitz, who's a, uh, a uh, consumer advocate. Uh, there's another political guy out there with the same name. Um, but, you know, and there, there are a couple of famous ones. I'm not famous. I don't want to be famous. I want to be private. I want to keep my business to myself and to those and, and to do business with those I trust. And it's a much simpler way to manage the things that are going on in your life on the private side. And when you go to the public, you know, when you're out in the public uh, being private, they can, you know, they pull you over, but your vehicle is owned in private trust and it's marked so. You don't have their government marking on your vehicle. 
it says you know pe- you know personal trust property or, or or something to that effect it's saying that you know this vehicle is not a you know a legally owned property of the state they don't they're not holding legal title it's taken back and put into the private side um, the same as not using a social you're not going to find me in your database it's not there I'm not your property so because I don't use the social I don't register property into the public trust for them to hold legal title and allow me to you know pay to use my own property um, on the private side the legal trust is in the trustee okay and the beneficial uh, title is with the beneficiary uh, or the trustee trustee can actually hold both in trust okay uh, if you're holding both without the trust you're holding a lodial title you're holding a freehold title there are no encumbrances there is no higher claim there is no rules that can be made up for that that thing that res that uh, you know that trust property the the corpus the asset if you hold legal title to it then you get to make up the rules you're the actual owner and when you register it you're giving the ownership the legal title to the public so again knowing the difference about private and and, and public uh, private's anything you don't want somebody else knowing you know you keep it close to your chest you know close to the breast it's it's something that you uh, are, are not sharing out there everywhere okay it's private uh, hop asked me my name my name is none of you none of your business <laughs> I'm private I'm not a party to whatever it is that you think you're about to do you know and I give notice you can give notice at that point and it's up that up you know if they don't take notice and move against you anyway or, or, or create an action against you anyway it, it's very easy to prove that in court okay I gave the guy notice that, that this is privately owned and this is in private trust and it explains uh, you know why you won't find me in your system doesn't mean that you could try to add me to your system which I've had done here in Montana <laughs> the director of the Department of Motor Vehicles swore under oath and stamped her seal uh, her corporate seal on a document that stated that I had a Montana license um, but it was suspended and I asked them to bring her the application and the pictures of me that they took when I supposedly applied for this license and they dropped the charges because it was a fraud she committed fraud she created documents that were never created prior to that uh, I never so I have never established residency I've never I wouldn't even qualify for a license in this state and this is what they brought to court uh, I found it in discovery and uh, you know I told them I says you know uh, this is great you know this is her word against mine we'll bring her here uh, and, and have her bring the evidence of the application that I supposedly filled out and 
the, the picture license. I want a copy of the picture license that I act, that I'm supposedly had that's suspended. They weren't going to, you know, they, they, they literally got rid of the whole case, dismissed the whole case because they knew that I was going to expose a major fraud committed by the director of the Department of Motor Vehicles here in Montana. And uh, not, not just some office employee. This is the director of the, uh, of the department, the administrative department. So, you know, but when, you, when you're looking for these things, these little lies that pop up, this is, you know, uh, if you want to win in court using this, you know, the, the being private, okay, you have to know what that is. You have to know who you are and who you're not. No, I am not the, the legal person. No, I am not that birth certificate. No, not, that's not me on the license. That must have been Photoshopped wherever you got it. <laughs> you know, um, and, and you don't want to... Uh, you know, again, I, I, here I, I'm rebutting, which I shouldn't have I, uh, even done. You want to question. Question everything and stay in the private. Um, okay, I've been rambling for a little bit. Uh, do we have anybody on the line now? <coughs> hey, David. Uh, I'm, I'm here, Chad, in Minnesota. Hey, Chad. Hey. What's happening? Oh, not a whole lot. I didn't get on too early. I had company and stuff and actually kind of forgot about the call till somebody let me know about it, wondering if I was on. So. Oh, right on. Well, glad you're here. <laughs> did, you, you. did you have a question? No, no, I didn't right now. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, we've been talking about uh, trust. Uh, did you get to catch any of... Uh, Michael Machete on here? No, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were talking about uh, trying trying to clear up some things between the public and the private. Um, you know, dispelling a lot of of uh, this movement. I'll call it. <laughs> it's more like a bowel movement with all these things: secure party creditors, and you know. Uh, certified birth certificates and things like that and um, you know how if you want to keep something private you do not want to register it or you know uh, with the public <laughs> on the public side um, anytime I go to court I never use any court documents I always create my own documents if you author something you have authority over it uh, if somebody else authors it, they have authority over it. He who creates it has the authority over it. So, um, you know, you don't want to go and set up, you know, a private trust and then go registering. Other than one, you, and we talked about this, you know, you, you, your, your straw man trust, I guess, that you would, you're, you're privatizing and indenturing that straw man into the private okay, with the social and any IDs and all of that. Then you would get a EIN number and you file, uh, you know, that one private trust that you're going to use in the public. And again, you don't even have to do that. You really don't. Uh, you can set up a, uh, you know, an unincorporated business trust, which is just another uh, type of express trust, and totally operate 
limited liability as if you had a corporation, and you can also get an EIN number that way rather than uh, what Michael had talked about earlier as far as uh, setting up an S-Corp for, uh, for the straw man. You know, and, and you can do that um, as well. Um, you know, but I, I per personally prefer private side, you know, private trust, because if you set up a statutory corporation, then you are talking about taxes and double taxes and, you know, a ton of different statutes of what you can and can't do, just like, uh, you know, you, you may as well be the legal person again because you're getting uh, even, even more uh, restrictions by going through a statutory corporation. So, you know, uh, your, your business face should still be a private trust uh, organization and a business trust organization um, on the private side, not statutory. And you can use it very similar, if not uh, a lot better than you would be able to an S corp or a C corp. So, but yeah, it's uh, the living in the living in the private is is uh, <laughs> if if you took the public away and we were just looking at uh, private living in private trust, okay, um, we all have friends, we all have family, um, some of them, uh, you know, uh, if we have friends, it's usually because we trust them, and you know those are those are a, a pure trust type relationship. Uh, until that trust is broken or breached, then you know you you know the trust remains, okay. And same thing, you know, a child with his with his parents. It's you know it's just implied. It's you know the child is going to trust the parents. Uh, children even trust abusive parents, who you know broke the trust. And until they realize that they can you know until their age of uh, of consent that they can. Uh, that they can um, collapse that trust and go out on their own. Um, that that's always a possibility. Um, but it's it's trusting relationships. The, the the principle, the underlying principle, is as simple as you either trust someone or you do not trust someone. And every relationship's built on trust, and that's including the public. Okay. Those relationships are built on trust. So anytime somebody from the public, an agent of the public, comes up and says, "Hey, you, you're doing this, or you're you're not supposed to do that," you know, uh, from the private, I can say, you know, well, what, you know, uh, where does this relationship that you know that that we have uh, stem from? That you can tell me what I can and can't do. Um, you know, do I know you? Where do you know me from? How 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 is it that you know? Uh, you're the boss of me. <laughs> to make it very simple, you know, when when did I, you know, when did we get into this relationship where you're the boss of me? And, you know, it, it's not, you know, it's if if you don't trust them, uh, I know that when those flashing lights come on uh, behind me while I'm heading down the road, I don't feel very trusting, um, <laughs> you know, of, of about what uh, you know about what's about to happen. Uh, or who's in that vehicle behind me, you know. Uh, it's more like, is this guy going to be peaceful? Is he going to initiate violence? Is he going to uh, be pompous and puffed up? Uh, is he going to act as if he is my owner? 
um, you know, and, and that's the feeling you'll get, you know, dealing with, with, with the public because there is no real trust in that relationship or with any of these relationships in the public. Um, doing business, you know, years ago, you used to be able to do business on a handshake. Uh, and after being in business for the last 30 years, uh, I will write out a 15-page contract with my family who I trust a lot more than the average person out on the street in the public. But we'll deal with a contract. This way there's no, no arguing, no fights. We agree up front. It's full disclosure. Everybody knows what they're supposed to do, and it keeps the trust. It, 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 it's something that you can point to and go, this is what this trust was built on, and this is where it broke down. You know? See, and, and David, it, I... I thought of, uh, I have a question talking about family and, and things like that, um, and I'm not sure you, you can help me with this. It's not private, um, but a, a friend of mine, her mother passed away about a month ago. There's three kids, uh, the friend of mine and two brothers, and the one brother is the executor of the will, um, okay. from what I understand. And since the mother passed away, he won't even let the other uh, kids out on the, the mother's property now uh, and is not doing anything. Uh, do, you, do you have any recommendations on uh, a good way to approach that and, and how to deal with it? Sure. You're, you're, you're talking about the executors basically taking charge and not really working toward a fair and equitable yeah he's he's uh he's making himself basically the full beneficiary and just discounting the other two yeah they the other two can put in a um a notice to the court that they are um that you know that they're looking for a you know either to be an executor um or to um now, uh, uh, do the three parties talk to each other at all? No, he w he won't even speak with them anymore now. Well, if he's not willing to if he's not willing to act, then they're gonna have to go in and and to the probate court and uh, okay. dispute his executorship. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. I was I told her I could probably write up a letter and li just list a few things of what is responsibilities are and if he's not doing them you know the the trouble he could get into even but i just I yeah was there sure. was there an actual will i believe there is well if there's an actual will then the will is already stated as to what's supposed to happen and his only job as executor is, is to execute the final will of the deceased yeah yeah and, so and if it's all spelled I, out already, then, you know, if it's all spelled out in the will and the will has already been um, perfected, you know, that, the, you know, that it's been um, deemed authentic, you know, that it is the last will of, of the deceased, then, yes, they can definitely complain to the, to the court, the probate court, uh, about the executor not um, executing the will the way that it's supposed to be. Okay, and that's what yeah. I thought. I I think they want to try and keep it out of court if if possible. You know, just they they don't want to sure. want any more conflict than they already have, and 
that's I, I was kind of thinking about writing up a letter for her just to try and get some points across to him to see if he'd be open to that before, you know, just knowing oh, what his actual duty is. Well, it always, it's always good to give notice before you do okay. something, for sure. So I would give, you know, uh, just a simple constructive note, not even constructive notice, but a... Um, uh, Yeah, I, mean, I guess it should be. <laughs> you just want to give legal notice that there was a will, that the will needs to be executed as per the deceased wishes, you know, as to what their will states. And that, uh, you know, being the executor does not make them, you know, uh, you know the king of, of the castle. <laughs> what it is is a position to execute the last will of the deceased. Okay. Yeah. Make sure that okay. the deceased last, you know, um, you know, to wrap up and execute the deceased's business, outstanding business that was outstanding, you know, prior to them dying, or it was left outstanding when they died. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So, so I would send notice. I just send. I just send. You know, a notice that hey, you know, we're you know, let let's keep this civil. Let's keep this. You know. Um, <laughs> you know, peaceful, uh, we don't want to go to the court and have this, this handled. So we're, you know, uh, unless you leave us no choice, you know. But at that point, you just basically want to say that they want, you know, you want them to do the job as the exec executor of the will and execute the last, you know, the will of, that, that was left. Not make up new stuff, not not uh, change it. They can't change it. They're not allowed to change it. They will get in trouble, <laughs> you know. Okay. But, yeah, you want to let them know ahead of time, so you're going to give them notice stating, hey, you know, uh, the will needs to be publicly read between the parties, whoever the beneficiaries are. Um, they need to be notified. They need to know what is in the what is left in the estate. Uh, of the deceased that is was to be shared. The, the will needs to be read out loud in front of any any party of interest. Okay. Okay. That's what they're supposed to do as the executor. Okay. They they read out the will and they make sure that everything is 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 disposed of according to the last will. Okay. And you just need to send them notice that this is your job, this is what you're supposed to do, and if you aren't willing to take up, you know, I mean, you took the job, now you've got to do what the job is. Or we're going to have to go to the court and have you removed as the executor. Because they have beneficial interest, they're going to want to do it before, you know, he moves everything out the back door. And I've seen lawyers do that, I can't even tell you how many times, that, you know, that we're executors. Yeah, and and that's so, that's kind of what I discussed it shortly with her. Um, that that's kind of what I you know brought up. It's you know not saying he's going to do this, but you know things can change and disappear, and you know so you 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 want to make sure he's going to do what he's supposed to do. Yeah, and all he's supposed to do is execute the final will of the deceased, not make up stuff. He's supposed to read the will out loud to the people who have an interest in it. And and then disperse what what's there to disperse. Okay. And close the business. Close that business. 
You know, it gets sealed with the death certificate, and that's it. Done. Okay, sounds good. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. <coughs> so uh, is, there, is there anybody else that has any questions? It doesn't necessarily have to pertain to what, you know, the topic was tonight. I am here to answer uh, any questions you guys might have, uh, whether it be trusts or issues with court, um, you know, if uh, whether I don't, it doesn't matter the topic, divorce, child custody, um, any other type of legal issue that you may or may not be having, uh, business rule, business law, uh, you know, uh, business issues, things like that. I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have. Uh, this is how to win in court without a liar, and uh, that's what I'd like to help you do. So if anybody does have any questions, please please feel free to ask. This is the time, the last hour of the show, to uh, you know to help answer your questions. And if I don't have any others, if we don't have any other questions, I'm going to probably wrap it up here a little bit early, and uh, let you guys finish enjoying your your Sunday evening. Okay, uh, one more call. Anybody have uh, any other questions while while you got me on the phone here? Dave, this is Demetrius from Pennsylvania. Yeah, hey Demetrius, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Um, I don't have a lot of knowledge, so I have mixed mixed uh, thoughts about the incorporating instruments and a couple different things that Michael was saying tonight. Could you go over some of your thoughts about that? Because I was thinking, okay, well, why incorporate if you were going to still go ahead and indenture? that birth certificate legal name in your private trust? Well, into more of a business, the indenture, the legal person, is a corporate fiction. It is a corporate entity already, okay? But a corporation can be owned by a trust. Okay, I would suggest using a, a unincorporated business trust organization to put your straw man into an indenture to the to the private side, um, you know, into a trust where it's not statutory. You're not held to the statutes. You're held under common law, not even under common law, but it's it's governed by common law of contracts as opposed to. Uh, statutes and, and, and all the codes and rules and junk that's on the public side uh, with setting up a, an S corp or a C corp. Um, I know Michael was talking about doing it that way, um, and and I used to teach and and, and uh, sell corporate you know uh, corporate credit services, building corporate credit and setting you know getting uh, lines of credit and loans in the business name and things like that. I did that for years. Um, that was what my business was. Uh, my, my very last business uh, was a business a business consulting firm where we set up corporations and trusts and partnerships and LLCs. <coughs> Excuse me. So um, I do not set those up anymore. Uh, they're not hard to set up, but they're you know just like a marriage. If you go and get a marriage license, okay, you're doing a partnership. Uh, it is a corporate partnership, and to dissolve it, look what people go through. <laughs> Try going through divorce court. 
and, and all the headaches and hassles it takes to dissolve that partnership. Okay, that's why I I don't suggest personally going and setting up a statutory corporation. You're getting a third party interloper that is already one of your partners in your business, and they take a big huge chunk, uh, taxes, all these other things. That all falls into the statutory realm in the public corporation. Um, you know, pro public corporations, not private sector, you know, what Michael was talking about, private sector, would be your business trust organization out there in commerce. Okay, that's private. The public corporations would be your LLCs, S-Corp, C-Corp, LLPs, uh, statutory trusts, things like that. So, yeah, I don't suggest, uh, even though Michael did, I do not suggest using a, a C-Corp or an L-Corp um, you know, you can still build corporate, uh, you can still build uh, business credit for your private business. Uh, you do not necessarily need to have a LLC or S Corp or, LL, you know, a C Corp or any other type of statutory corporation to set up and get credit and things like that. Um, did, did that answer your question? Yes, yes, thank you. So I'm thinking. Going private to a private trust and operating in the public, you still suggest that okay, everything be done. When you, when, you, when you go into the private, so yes, you're, 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 you have your straw man business trust, okay? That's your face of the public. I would, have, I would set up a secondary trust, a management trust that owns the trust that your straw man is in, okay? This way you're, you're creating uh, another degree of separation between you and that public entity trust, um, straw man trust, okay? You're, you, when you're dealing in trust, you're dealing in private. You're dealing in privacy. So, you know, a trust can own a business. A trust can own another trust. A trust can own, you know, uh, multiple different types of trust, and when, when I was doing financial planning and even business planning, this is what we were doing, is setting up multiple layers so that, you know, uh, anybody that looks into the trust, or, you know, or looks up the trust or tries to find out anything about the trust, um, it's private. You're not going to find who owns it, who the, who the parties are in that trust. Okay? That's all private-held information, uh, you know, restricted information that anybody who's not a party to the trust um, won't have that information, can't get that information because it's private. It's privately held. So the multiple layers is, is key. So yes, you can do it, uh, your straw man into a private trust, okay? That could be your business arm, your business trust that you're going to use for your public, you know, dealing with the outside world uh, as opposed to business. And I would definitely put at least one trust um, together that owns that trust, okay? Maybe another one that has a lien against that trust, okay? So there's multiple ways to, to, to layer out your protection using the uh, express trusts. 
All right. Thank was you. Was there anything right. else? Yeah. Did you? Did, did that make sense to you? Yes. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, I think one part that may throw me off, and I think we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, you know, I'll say that for I don't know. <clears throat> What's that? <laughs> I, I, I don't want to use a term, a term that I heard, this SBC junk, okay? So when <laughs> SBC, <laughs> thank you for giggling a bit, operating in the public, SBC, and having a bond set up for discharge or liability for different aspects of their commercial affairs and transactions. In the private, I'm assuming that you're, just doing that separately for your private transactions. So yes. I think more so my question is, you can just leave this SPC stuff alone. I'm, I, and, and I don't I don't, I don't you understand before, offset before you give it. I, I understand offset and discharge are very similar to me, but there is a difference. Yes, I do understand it to a yes. point. But my main question presentment. is, I'm sorry, say that again. Acceptance and presentment, these are all, these are all financial terms, you know, uh, that, that, you know, SPCs are, 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 are talking about, okay? But they're not, um, you know, it, it's, it's not just the public. See, if you look at HJR 192, it says, uh, you know, it's for offset and discharge of both private and public debt. Okay, so so that commercial remedy is, you know, the the A for V is fine for private or public. Okay, so if you do have an offset bond that you can use, yes, you can absolutely do that from the straw man trust that you're creating. Just like you can go out and get a job using the social security number, the straw man, okay, but you're going to notify that job that no taxes can be taken out because that straw man is indentured to a private trust. You've got to give them notice. Otherwise, they're going to, you know, the, the, the government will, you know, they'll think that uh, the accounting, you know, the HR is going to turn around and think that, you know, just like everybody else, you've got to pay taxes, but if it's indentured to the trust, it doesn't, and that money should go 100% to a, you know, to that trust account for payroll. I do understand so, that. Thank you. Yeah. What's that? I said I do understand that, and thank you. My thoughts, and which have been trying to lead me on studies, is that I think I've known and believed for quite some time. I just want to be public and handle transactions that I do day from day, week from week, month from month, or time, or just time from time. But currently, my situation is I use a public CDL license to support my my home. Yes, so I'm not. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how to wrap everything around that at least for two two to four years. I don't know. If you could point me in the right direction, where to look, or I don't know. No, you and can, then you can release that your, license. Yeah, you don't want to get rid of it if that's how you mean. 
Dave? Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. Thank you. Okay. I don't want to get so, rid of it. No, which, no, you don't want to get rid of it. You're going to indenture it into a private trust of which you can be the trustee. Okay? You're the trustee of that private trust. Okay? which your straw man is indentured to as a slave to that trust instead of a slave to the public trust. It's still a worker, okay? It's still a worker. So you're going to use it for your employment. The only difference is, is instead of them taking out taxes and payroll, they're going to leave those in and pay directly to the trust. This is why having a secondary trust that has a lien against the straw man and then you can put that lien on a UCC filing just so that it's out there in public knowledge, you put a ridiculous lien against the straw man, okay, from a secondary trust, okay? And then, and then they have another trust that owns that trust, okay? But you're, you're named as the trustee. You go to work the same way you do every day now. The trust will send um, a notice of legal title holder to that legal fiction, to, to the birth certificate, to the social security number, okay? So just like the way that the government does, they, they show legal title, they say these taxes have to come out. Well, you, is, if the trust is holding legal title at that point, which it is, then they can't take out the taxes, and you're just going to notify the, the HR department or the accounting department at your job, whoever your employer is, that your money is no longer your own, that it is owned in trust, and 100% of it is indentured to the trust for, you know, your kids' kids' kids, okay? And that they can't take taxes out um, for the government because the government is no longer the legal title holder. The trust is. And you can show them the trust indenture of the, the straw man as well as the de declaration of trust and uh, notice that they need to take a, no taxes out and put 100% into that trust bank account for, for that trust, for that straw person trust. Does that make sense? I'm so happy I found you to clear up most of my uh, searches <laughs> and research. <laughs> yes, it does make sense. Well, that can help. <laughs> yeah. It's just the only difference is, is that your trust, your private trust, is now going to be the legal title holder uh, to the straw man, not the government, not the public trust. It's now private. So, yeah, that's it. You, the, the, the indenture where the property, the corpus, the straw man was put into the trust, and, the, and you're only going to do the last page of the indenture, like Michael had mentioned, or the trust declaration as well you can you can give the trust declaration that proves that there is a trust and and um you know who who the, um what the corpus is and that corpus is the straw man okay. well, hopefully that cleared it up a little bit absolutely absolutely i uh my significant other has uh, sat down with me during this past week and listened to uh, about half of two of your other calls that you post online. Mm -hmm. And she loves, just as way uh, a few of us explain, love the way that you explain things 
to a point that it just makes it so much simpler as is for people that either are beginning or intermediate in their studies, haven't been studying more than five years, they you make it so much simpler to understand. And she immediately said when she heard that you're working on pulling together a syllabus and a trustee class and administering the trust, I want to do that six-month intensive course. Although she wants to start, begin school again. I said, we had a child just recently. She wants to begin school again to finish her degree. She said, no, I want to do that now. So, <laughs> I know so I'm working on it. Hopefully, uh, ready. we're there. I'll send you an email. Yeah. I understand. I don't know. You did mention donations and stuff. So I will send an email out to how to get a uh, donation to you and forms that I'm not familiar with getting donations. So that way we work something out <laughs> to at least get yeah. that up and running so we can uh, be a part of Get you started now. Yeah, we could do that for sure. For sure. So you have, you have my email, right? Babylon at gmail.com? Yes, she loves that name, and it's a stunner for me. I was uh, raised in the township of Babylon, <laughs> New yeah. York. Right. We all were. <laughs> oh, we got from Long Island? I used yeah. to drive a cab out of Mineola. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I actually, I actually started a limousine service uh, in the Five Towns area that's still going. Um, my old business partner, Stan, it's Stan's limousine now. He owns a gas station, and I think he's got like 30 cars right outside of Kennedy Airport. We put that business together, geez, over 20 years ago, and it's still going. Uh, yeah, I grew up. I grew up in New York. That's that's where I'm from originally as well. I grew up on Long Island and a few places. Uh, I lived in. Uh, Mineola or uh, Massapequa, um, Ronkonkoma area, you know, out by uh, out by the park. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you, you're around you know, it. You're I, out there. I don't. I don't miss it out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I definitely don't miss New York at all. <laughs> so. All right. Well, you, do you have any other questions before I wrap up? Is there anyone else that that may have a question, or Demetrius, did you have another question? Uh, I'll send anything else to email, and maybe we can discuss in future calls at some of the topics you had, like tonight, which yeah, sure. answered so many questions that I had just coming on the call. Like, oh my God, I was trying to write down stuff, <laughs> you know, during the week, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. That's answered. Okay, I'm starting to understand and see some things that I've heard before. So definitely appreciate that. I mean, I don't, I don't know where you find. Obviously, I don't know as much as, or half as much as you do. But I don't know where you find some of your guest speakers or where you acquired all of your knowledge, other than the journey called life. But yeah, lots and lots <laughs> that's of stuff. Great appreciation. Great appreciation. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. How, you were so you're on most of the show. Did you did you catch most of what Michael said? Yes, yes. I think I missed the first uh, 15 minutes at most. Um, I wasn't sure if he did mention S corporation, but I know he did say incorporate. incorporate. Yeah, C corps, S corps, pretty uh, much the same. I'm not a businessman. I am a business man. Yes, I have some man. of the other puns <laughs> put in there. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. 
it's, uh, it's good stuff. And, and, you know, 30 years ago, and I'm sure you've heard the saying, you know, is uh, own nothing and control everything. And that is the key. Um, you know, and this, the, I, I learned that 30 years ago when I was, you know, becoming a financial planner. And it made a lot of sense. And yeah. the only way to do that is in trusts. You cannot do that in corporations because you, anytime you're in a statutory situation, you don't own legal title to it. If you set up a statutory corporation, you are a charter from the federal corporation. You're a, you're a child corp to the parent corp. Um, you're chartered by them. They created you. You create the unincorporated business trust. Therefore, you control it. Um, you know, so if anybody, you know, and again, I know, um, you know, Michael mentioned that you can set up a corporation and do it that way. Um, I, I don't suggest it myself because you are still tied to the statutes there. Um, any fees, business license requirements, taxes, double taxation if you're an S corp or a C corp, you know, or actually if you're a C corp, if you're an S corp, you can, you know, get by with a single tax. So either tax you as a as a uh, sole proprietorship or as a corporation. If they do it as a corporation, it's double tax, same way they do with everybody else. Um, and then you're required to tax everybody you do, you know, that that you're doing business with, and keep those taxes for the government. So you're you're really a government employee if you set up any type of statutory entity. So you, I did it for years. I set people up in, in corporations, LLCs, partnerships, all of that. And uh, if I had it to do all over again, I never would have set up a single one of them. I would have set them all up in private trusts. So. If we are all, and let me know if I'm going off topic too much or off, off a specific topic that you want to carry on with, but if we're all transmuting utilities or and or private bankers, I yeah. guess it's a bad question. Why bother? <laughs> why bother with S? Why bother with it with some someone learning and I'm sorry, at least understanding someone's SP process so you can come up with your own? Why bother with that if we all already are that? Just have to come to your understanding and know how. That's to what knowing who you are your own and, transactions. And who you're not. Yes, absolutely, mm. absolutely. If I can create something rather than having to try and you know recreate something, okay, um, yeah, which is what everybody's doing in, you know, as secure party creditor. They're trying to recreate something that's already a mess, you know, or make sense of something that's already a mess. <coughs> I would rather have a that clean slate, you know. Yeah. I'd much rather well, have a clean slate that I can create on, you know. That makes a lot of sense to me that then there's some – I I I just, for lack of better terms, say factions say, okay, create a new name and identity and so forth, mm-hmm. and do all new Absolutely. business in your new name. But in in the private, Absolutely. that's not something that's required, or or uh, as beneficial. You don't need ID. You are who you. I am who I am. Okay, in the private, and and when I go into public, I am who I am. Nobody's going to tell me who I am and who I'm not. I get to decide that for myself. 
okay? So when I go into the public, I am. You know, and who, who are you? I am that I am. If you don't know me, then we don't have business together. You know, what's this about? <laughs> but I'm not going to try and explain, you know, that I'm not the capital, you know, I'm not the all caps name, I'm not the this, the that, and the other, because you're arguing the same arguments that they've heard for years. Yes. And they beat it because they want to keep, you know, that they want to keep their you breach and lack of trust. Be. You know, if, if everybody knew that this was a, an actual fraud being committed against them, who would put up with it? You know? <laughs> You're much, better, you're much better off creating something new that you control because you control what you create, you know? And, if you, and if, as long as you stay in the, in the pecking order, okay, God creates man. Man creates corporations, <laughs> you know, or trusts. Which side do you want to be on, you know? Corporations, if you look back... Um, <laughs> Excuse me. Go back and, and look for books on corporations back from the late 1800s and early 1900s and where corporations came from. They came out of trusts, but the, the government had no control over trusts because they couldn't create them. They, they couldn't insert themselves as a third party into these third party uh, or they couldn't insert themselves as a third party into somebody's private business. So they created this whole thing based on, uh, you know, corporations were a way to regulate and keep track of everything and, every, everything and everybody that was dealing in commerce, which at that point was everybody. You can't buy or sell without these numbers, right? <laughs> which... It's getting more and more like that, but um, no, it's still very easy to purchase without having a social, you know, or, or, or a, commercial, a commercial number. Um, if you've ever been in business and, <laughs> excuse me, you wanted to buy materials wholesale, okay, and then you charge your taxes and stuff, uh, you know, with your markup, <laughs> excuse me, then you would mark up the products that you bought wholesale. But when you go into the wholesaler, they're going to ask you for your taxpayer ID number, okay, so that they don't have to pay taxes on what they just sold you at wholesale, okay? And then you're going to pass it on to the end buyer who's going to pay sales tax, okay? But you're, they're taking your taxpayer ID number when you're buying stuff wholesale, so that they don't have to charge you the tax, okay? It's not that you're tax-exempt, but you're buying it to resell it. So the tax ends up going in at the end of the, the final sale. You, you know, you're still just the middleman. But you are a tax collector for the state if you're a statutory corporation. If you're a private, you know, if you're private, you don't have to be bothered with the business of the state at all. You don't have to be an agent of the state at all. You can be perfectly separate from the state, from the public, if, you're, if you stay in the private. 
and that's what we're all trying. You know, that's that, that's really what I'm trying to teach is is how to how to stay in the private. You know, uh, if you have some private business, you're not going to go and post it out on Facebook. You know, you're not going to publish it in the newspaper. If you don't want somebody somebody to find something out, you don't make it public. You keep it private. It's it, you know, it's a secret <laughs> that is only between the parties of the trust that that created it. So I hope this helps, and uh, hope everybody's getting something out of out of out of these shows. <laughs> I appreciate the feedback, uh, Demetrius. Thank you, and thank your wife. Um, I, I appreciate the comments. Uh, any way I can help? So is there any, yeah, you're welcome. Is there anybody else on the call that may have a question before we wrap up here? No? All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for being on the show. I want to thank uh, uh, Michael uh, Machete Van Helsing for being on the show tonight. And uh, I will post his his uh, website on the um, uh, when I when I post the uh, the uh, recording for this for this show. I will post his his website his address as well, so you can reach out to him. And uh, again, this is How to Win in Court Without a Liar. I'm Dave Horowitz. I do thank everybody for joining me today. And if the show is a help to you, uh, please consider donating and supporting it. Uh, the show will only get better. <laughs> and hopefully the sound and, and my connectivity will be the, one of the first things that get better. <laughs> but I do appreciate you guys all tuning in and calling in to the show. You are what makes it uh, better and, and uh, more informative. The questions that I do get um, really do help um, because people, people all have questions. Some may not be uh, you know, willing to ask or maybe a little intimidated to ask, but um, there is no dumb questions. You know? uh, and, they, and as long as it brings clarity uh, and, and I can help others get clarity from your questions as well, it does make the show um, that much more productive for folks. So thanks for your questions. Thanks for joining me tonight, and everybody enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks. Have a good night. Good night. Good night.